0: remember one thing, we are NX.
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the chick foley show we have so much to talk about this might be a three-hour episode but i am phil gentile one of your co-hosts i'm here in the jimmy's famous seafood studios here in beautiful baltimore maryland sheena phelps has been traveling she's i think she's back home now aka the queen of pod style how are you doing tonight sheena
2: i'm good yes i am back in sharpshooter studio so i am um I'm stoked to be home at like oh my gosh there there's no better feeling than when you've been away from your own home for a, for a period of time like walking through that front door just like ha ah! you that know like just best, be, yeah. being in your own space it like feels so good but we had a great time in Kentucky visiting family it was awesome um but I am I am glad to be back in my my homestead here
1: and the wonderful lovely intern uh, the MVP Marco Denton what's going on Marco I am doing swell over here. I uh, made it back
3: safely from uh, the Crown Jewel, so
1: oh, that's nice. good news.
3: Uh, I did travel over there, and I <laughs> I didn't get stuck there for six hours, so that's always a, a good thing. But you no, must I'm have joking.
2: had a pri- you must have had a private charter.
3: <laughs> I did have a private charter. Yes, actually, I left before um, Vince McMahon did. I actually, you know, cleared the run- runway for him, so it was a it was all in all a good flight, you know. But, um, yeah, back in our back in a gorilla position here in Boston, Massachusetts.
1: Well, we can probably thank the Saudis for the best episode of SmackDown in quite a while, but we will get to all of that. We want to thank everyone for listening and um, downloading our Crown Jewel preview episode last week and kind of previewed Halloween a little bit. How did Halloween go for all you guys?
2: Oh, it was awesome! It was cold as hell. Well, I guess that's yeah. I mean it was just it was like so it was freezing. Like I I don't know, it was my first like um, you know, non-Hawaiian Halloween in a long time. And uh oh my gosh, it was bone chilling.
1: <laughs> yeah, we just barely missed it. it was supposed to rain all night, but it held off to like 7:30ish, so the little guy was allowed to go out and get some candy. And uh you know, he was he was loving life, man. He, we couldn't he, we couldn't get him to stop. So uh that was nice. Yeah,
2: Brett, Brett was stoked, too. You know, he he was like, you know, we don't we don't have a lot of candy around here, but um, he was, like, digging in, getting those little bite-sized, like, Snickers and Twix and everything, and he was handing out candy. We didn't go around to a lot of houses or anything like that because, like I said, it was so cold, and I was like, I'm not getting this kid sick before I have to be in a car with him for 12 hours headed back to headed back to Virginia. But um, he did love handing out the candy, and it was, like, the sweetest thing. He would, like, hand him. and he would, like, bye. And if they had a scary costume, he'd go, bye, scary. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was – it was super sweet. What about you, Marco? What did your what did your crew do?
3: Uh, we we definitely did the uh, trick or treating. It wasn't too bad. It was kind of like a. It was, it started off warm, a little bit and windy, but then towards the later hours, it started to get cold and rainy. So, but um, he got he got a uh, got a full bag of of candy actually, and uh, people were complimenting his shirt because he was um, the kid from The Shining, and we were all actually dressed up in our Shining costumes as we were walking around, and people were like, "Oh my God." That's my favorite movie. Yeah, we watch it every Halloween and all this stuff. We're like, oh, thanks. But um, yeah, he, um he's not a fan of the sweet tarts. So um, good, well, that's a smart. I tune. mean, yeah, when there's out.
2: when there's yeah. like Twix and all of those things, why would you eat sweet tarts?
3: He he wanted to try it for some reason. He's seen everything else, and he was like, "What's this?" And we're like, "Oh, open it up." <laughs> and obviously, we know what his uh, what his facial expression is going to look like. So we, uh, did he, <laughs> we did he
2: get any candy corn?
1: No candy corn, thank God. Did I Nash just...
2: get any candy corn?
1: No, no. We live in a good neighborhood. We don't. We don't <laughs> deal with that. He got zero. Yeah. He got zero Reese's cups. My favorite Halloween. My favorite candy ever. He got zero. How does
2: that? How does that even know. happen? I don't even know. Did, that's you like, even... did you? You didn't get any Reese's products. Period. None, no Reese's. Not pieces, a No, one. like nothing. Like, nothing. Like...
1: There must be some sort of what? shortage. Wow. Did you even Halloween? If that's I know. Crazy. I know. I, I mean, yeah. he had everything else under the sun. You know, and I was like, uh, I was just disappointed. That's what I usually steal. That's my go-to. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I was walking around with some some Steve Wisers, and you know, it's it's always it's fun now as like an adult with a kid who's like old enough to communicate, and we can go and like talk to our neighbors a little bit. So it's like makes makes the neighborhood feel like a little bit you know more cozy, yeah. where like everybody's like you know catching up or drinking a little bit. Or, knows yeah, your name. yeah, everybody. Yeah, we know like you know five or six neighbors. Where I feel like my parents didn't know a single fucking neighbor when I was a kid. Like didn't know. No, the people, yeah, like could've... straight across the street. That was it.
2: Yeah, we could have got a freaking uh, roll of Smarties that were Tylenol or, like, razor blades. Like, my parents would have never known. They were just like, yeah, go up and knock on this door, you know, this creep. Uh, so, But that's life in the 90s, you know what I mean? You're just living on the edge.
1: Living on the edge, yeah. Before we get into our episode, we're going to recap NXT, AEW, uh, the, the preview of Full Gear this weekend. I picked up from the dollar store, I don't know why I was there the other day, and I was going to eat this on the... Um, the patreon live episode but i i picked up a bag of bacon flavored cotton candy and sou- what sounds so Wait. disgusting yes it was it's a, by charms the people that make the blow pops i'm gonna pop this open real quick i didn't
2: I even know so. charms was still around i didn't even know well, that this was is still probably, thing this is
1: the dollar store this is probably from like 10 years ago i might throw up because this sounds disgusting but i'm gonna i don't know why i'm doing this right now We have the, we have like the most packed show we've ever done but i'm gonna try a bite of this
2: Bacon cotton candy like what would possess you to purchase that?
1: Oh, I should get a video of myself eating this. It looks just like pink cotton candy.
2: Well, that's even more disturbing. Oh. It should at least be oh, like colored God. like meat. Oh, <laughs> oh. 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 God. <laughs> what am I doing? Now you're like it's, okay, so now you've like ruined your palate for the rest of the show. Like I hope you have a beer there or something. Of course yeah. I have a beer, yeah. Now you're gonna now you're gonna be tasting that for the rest of the show and you might <laughs> need to be able to focus on all of this like like crazy wrestling crap that we have to cover tonight because Yeah. Yeah, that Um, that was that was a poor life choice. I should
1: have saved that for the end. Sorry folks. Uh (laughs) if you have any questions or you want to have any questions about my bacon flavored cotton candy, uh hit us up at askchickfole at gmail dot com. Uh you can follow the show on Twitter at Chickfole Show. And uh Sheena is at Chickfoley on Instagram. Uh check us out there. We appreciate the support. Uh make sure you leave a nice little five star review. On iTunes, we're also available on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play, and everywhere you can find podcasts. So be sure to check us out, and of course, Patreon. Man, Patreon has been a great source for us. We uh, use it to interact with a lot of you guys out there, and um, the best part of it, Sheena, is our our Facebook page. Man, we've been interacting. There's like seventy of us there. We we find figs. Uh, there's always somebody selling something or trading something. So it's been it's been pretty fun. To, uh, to have that going up and um, it's been a good way for us to find figures with each other and save the prices that we usually have to pay from, uh, from, from scalpers on eBay
2: yeah we we roll deep in there we got we got a lot of eyes in a lot of different parts of the country so um yeah it is pretty cool i love seeing people knock stuff off their list like i talked about last week Like this week i saw a lot of people getting figs from the filster and all of our other members you know they were posting like thank you notes in the in the group and it's just really cool to see like everybody like helping each other out so uh keep it up chick foley fam you guys are the best
1: yeah, I don't know if we talked about it last night. Last week, we had to kick one person out already, for the first person, because uh, people were starting to share, like, non-wrestling stuff and, like, pictures of their kids and, you know, <laughs> sports sports conversations. And, like, somebody was reporting the post to, to, you know, to me and Sheena, who are the administrators or whatever. And uh, I, I, we had to boot the guy. I mean, this is we, – we I enjoy it. I enjoy everyone that's in the group and um you know it's been a cool place to you know we talk about more than just wrestling on there so uh feel free to it just it's a safe place unless you're gonna be an asshole and then we're gonna probably <laughs> kick you out but uh you know yeah uh yeah marco's there he, he's 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 sharing all kinds of stuff so yeah check it out patreon.com slash chick show uh the tiers go up from a dollar a month and up and uh we have some bonus episodes that we put on there we just posted last week our uh best finishing moves bracket which is uh was a pretty fun thing to do we'll we'll wrap that up in a couple weeks and do a a final round of that but i think we're gonna do a watch along episode coming up soon the three of us with some movies and once the holidays get closer so it'll be pretty fun i'm excited about what we got going on over there at patreon all the money that you guys uh donate to the show goes into giveaways and and t-shirts and equipment for the show so all well worth it so uh with that being said let's go inside the squared circle guys uh this is uh probably one of the biggest parts of the show because we have so much to talk about what should we start with here
2: oh man I don't, I don't even know where to start um, let's okay let's let's work our way up to to the big to the big topic so let's just start at, at NXT we had a really awesome um, episode of NXT kickoff last week um, we're recording this on Wednesday so we haven't watched the the latest episode of NXT so Um, it's, it's happening like, well, I guess as we, as we speak or it's just wrapped up, I can't remember which, which freaking time zone I'm in, but, um, we did find out that we're getting a women's war games match, which I think is going to be so super awesome. It's basically like the right now, as of right now, what I know, um, unless Marco can add any insight, I don't know if he caught NXT tonight, but, um, it's going to be the horse women. So, uh, Shayna, Jessamine Duke and Maria, uh, no, Maria. What's her name? Yeah, oh Maria Shafir. Yeah. Maria Shafir. Yeah. It's going to be those three plus one, obviously. Um, and then you got like Team Rhea Ripley, which is uh, Ray Ripley, uh, freaking
1: Candace LeRae.
2: Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox. Is it Tegan Knox? And Dakota Kai, yeah. And Dakota Kai, yeah. See, my mem- my memory is not as bad as I yeah, thought it was. You're there, you're right there. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm right there. But regardless, it's going to be such a super awesome, um, awesome match. And I saw some people being like, oh God, like why do we have to have women's war games and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, why can't you just enjoy this? Like this is going to be like some badass wrestling. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be so freaking awesome. Um, so I'm super pumped for that. In what do you guys think games. about women's war games?
1: Of war games. Uh,
3: I think it's actually, um, obviously, they're doing a lot of stuff with uh, women's wrestling, uh, pushing it forward and stuff like that. So I think that was inevitable, having a women's war games match. Um, I'm actually trying to look up Shayna's team because I I don't think it's any of the horsewomen.
1: It's not. That's Bianca Belair.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And um sh- uh, um what do you call
1: it? I can never re- pronounce E-O pronounce E-O a name.
2: Io Shirai. Io Shirai.
1: Shirai. Yeah. I'm carrying you guys on um, the back here. What's going yeah, on? Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's, it, it is, is like some cool. ran- I mean, it's a bunch of badass chicks, but it's a it's a couple random teams. Like you know, it's it's not like it's a bunch of like singular feuds that they're kind of melting into one match. But I think it's going to be fun, and I think it's yeah. kind of showcasing some people on NXT who. Uh, they've been there here and there but it's not like you know it's it's some new faces here and I think there's one spot available on the uh, on the Rhea Ripley team which a lot of people are saying maybe Mia Yim will be on Uh, but that was a huge announcement Uh, I think that's gonna be really fun Uh, I'm excited for that for sure Um, I I never really got into the war games matches as a kid I was a little too young I didn't watch you know WCW until around the NWO times but um, Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's they've they've been killing it with that that's gonna be is that the weekend of um Survivor, Survivor Series, Series? Yeah. that's yeah. going to be interesting yeah. how that's going to work because I want to know who's going to be on that card in some of these other matches because a lot of these NXT folks as we'll get into later in the show are going to be in some of these Survivor Series matches. So we'll see what happens yeah. there.
2: For sure. Okay, so I just pulled up the graphics since we've like botched that whole thing. It's rare <laughs> it's rare Ripley, um Tegan knox and Candice LeRae so far for the women um on the on the face team and then you got Shayna Bianca and Io Shirai On the on the heel team and then obviously they're going to add An additional person okay. which I'm assuming Happened tonight um, But we just I haven't seen it yet But yeah so it isn't the horse women But I'm sure I mean they got to get involved Somehow right oh, of course um,
1: The one the one chick from the uh, I, I think it's Jessamyn Duke has, has maybe the skinniest arms Of anyone I've ever seen she was an she, MMA wrestle, uh, Competitor
2: She is like yeah she's like yes. um she's Freaking like olive oil yeah, she's like olive oil, but I bet, you know what, sometimes those like lanky, like kind of like, um, like wiry chicks like that, like... I bet she can freaking wrap you up and, like, put your ass to sleep. Oh, I bet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, all, I, all these chicks could whoop my ass. I'm not, you know, that's that's not even uh, a debate at this point. I mean, this is going to be a fun match. It's going to be crazy. Um, I'm excited to see what the rest of this card is going to be. Uh, we had Finn Balor come out and make an announcement as to why he uh, beat the crap out of uh, Johnny Gargano. What was what was that all about?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, he it was just really cool, too, because he, he was... Alluding to, um, he talked about losing to the fiend, which I thought was really cool that he kind of addressed. He addressed that head on, um, but he just basically said that you know he he got knocked out by a guy who just put his mask on and became the hottest thing in WWE. So he's taking his mask off and becoming the hottest thing. Um, it was just it was just a really cool promo. I thought it was very um, believable, and it's the best I've seen Finn in like on the mic in a very, very long time because, you know, Finn is like face. Finn is just kind of like, I don't know. There's something about him. I don't know if it's the accent or what, but it's just like, it's hard to take him like too seriously when he's trying to be serious, you know? Um, but I thought, I thought this promo that he cut on NXT was, was epic.
1: Love it. I'm excited. We'll get into survivor series in a little bit. And, uh, man, I'm really excited that they're incorporating NXT. We had, you know, triple H in the intro, kind of marking his territory on smackdown last week uh but uh i think that's gonna you know she, we talked about it before the show the three of us in like our group chat you you weren't too high on the the prospects of what they're doing with survivor series you know, just because it seems like and and you're right it seems like just a clash of the champions classic champions type of a, a format they're not really doing at least as of yet they don't have any survivor series style matches announced yet but um I'm pumped for for the incorporation of NXT as a third brand now. Um, I think it's going just going to make so many awesome matches that we haven't seen before.
2: Yeah, you know, and everything I've read says, you know, the, the Survivor Series prediction says that there will be more than likely a, a standard Survivor Series elimination match with Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. Um, yeah, that was my only qualm is I'm like, Dude, these matches, I'm not going to complain because this pay-per-view is going to be lit with all the matchups that we're, we're seeing get put together so far. But I was like, you can't call it Survivor Series and not have a standard Survivor Series match. And I know that's, I mean, I don't guess that's nitpicking. I mean, it's the name of the freaking pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Um, because otherwise, like you said, I, I was like, it's just Clash of Champions if it's literally just the top champions versus each other, right, For for supremacy. So... Yeah, I, I anticipate over the next week or so we're going to get our uh, our Survivor Series teams kind of like shaping up here.
1: Let's let's move right into SmackDown because um, – well, well, I don't know. Let's go into Crown Jewel because that leads into SmackDown a little bit better oh. now that it was on Friday, right? Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so Crown Jewel is what we'll spend a lot of this episode on. Um, that was on Halloween, and we kind of poo-pooed it before, you know, on last week's episode, mm-hmm. that it was kind of a throwaway and, and all this stuff. It ended up being a pretty good show from just the actual show itself, Sheena. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the the biggest news coming out of it is The Fiend winning the Universal title, and I want to get your take. Do you think this was the plan all along, or was this something that they saw the backlash after Hell in the Cell and made the change here to just take the belt off of Seth?
2: I mean, I feel like that this this could not have been the plan all along. I I, I can't see that WWE would have made this title change if it wasn't absolutely one hundred percent necessary on Crown Jewel. Like, I feel like they would have waited till one of the American pay per views. You know what I mean? Like one of the yeah. the pay per views that like like uh, airs on regular WWE network the the on the WWE network. So, um. I feel like it was just in response. Like it was kind of like a break glass in case of emergency, which the, the match was awesome. I thought, you know, I mean, I don't know what people, I haven't really gotten to see what the, I watched it later, like, you know, so I wasn't watching live as everybody was kind of reacting and stuff. I know people were super hype on The Fiend actually going over, but um, I didn't get to see, like, the reactions on the match. And I thought the match was actually really, really good. It was way, way better than their Hell in a Cell match for sure. Um, Obviously, Seth Rollins, poor thing, like... His his acting does leave something to be desired. Like when he pulled that, um, whatever that hell of that box was that he pulled off, and it like sparked, and he was going, ah, I, my eyes, yeah. my eyes. Um, I was just kind of like, oh, Seth, come on, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, some of the sounds yeah. he
1: some of the sounds he make makes during <laughs> during these matches are very cringy. But uh, overall, yeah. overall, it was a great match, and it, it's probably what have should have happened during hell on cell i mean it was just a couple a exactly. couple different yeah. tweaks you know if you were to just let that match keep going um people just didn't like the finish but what I, I i gotta say and this is gonna be a hot take but as i'm a wrestling fan and i have been for a long time but i fucking hate wrestling fans sometimes and most of the <laughs> time because a year ago everyone was all over seth rollins's nuts and he was like could do no wrong as like the guy that needs to knock off Brock and blah, blah, blah. And now every nerd on the internet in their parents' basement is just crapping all over. Everything he does and says, and it's really irritating me. I mean, and it's happened, and Marco said it perfectly in the group chat we have, it's the same thing that happened to Cena, it's the same thing that happened to Roman Reigns. I mean, people forget that Roman Reigns was like the, the, the new hot shit, you know, when the S.H.I.E.L.D. was like, just coming up and and he was like the guy like oh man this guy's gonna be a future world champion he's like uh, a serious dude and you know seth rollins comes up and and you know everyone loves him and now it's just been a, a complete 180 and i don't understand what what the deal is is it just because people have zero attention span now or what
2: i don't think it's that they have zero attention span i do think it is it is somewhat the roman reigns treatment where it's just a matter of like they feel like they're, they're tired of seeing Seth Rollins, right? Like he's, he's been at the top. He's carried the company. um, You know, also like, I mean, just from my perspective, like I just hate how he's been booked in like the last year. I mean, he, he was hooked up with Baron Corbin for the whole end of last year and the beginning of this year. And then it was like the Brock Lesnar thing through, through mania. um, And then, you know, now he's been this very, very controversial um, fiend angle. So it's just kind of like, you know, he hasn't had anything, like, super interesting or amazing happen for him as far as, like, his storytelling and his booking and stuff. And me, personally, you know, I love I love all things Seth Rollins, um, but I just feel like Seth Rollins is a natural heel, and he's just not a very good baby face. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is about him um, that just... It's, it's just it doesn't seem natural you know what i mean like I, mean, I guess he is a good baby face i mean he's one of the best in the company you know but it's just it just doesn't seem like it comes very natural to him you know what i
1: mean yeah what what's your take marco i think part of it is because he's dating someone who you know it's, it's you know, randomly a, a woman and, and i think it's great you know i think becky lynch is is her character has just kind of overtaken everything over the last you know six to eight months and it's kind of hurt him a little bit being associated with her what do you think
3: um yeah i would agree with that um you can't have two people that call themselves a man (laughs) that are together (laughs) and claim to be the man they they can only be one man and i think that's becky lynch um but uh, with seth rollins it i love him like everyone else says probably one of the actually probably one of the top athletes in the world when it comes to like just like physical sports like not even just wrestling just like He's cross with Jesus, obviously. Yeah. We all know this. Um, I think it's his. I, I want to go with his character. Um, I don't think he's portraying himself as mm-hmm. like a like. I don't think he's being himself at all. Even obviously, it's probably like you, know, you can't be yourself. You have to be Seth Rollins, You're the Beast Slayer, the King Slayer, and this is who you are, that type of thing. But like, I think he's not a lot like. I, he's not a, he's not a, he doesn't take, I don't take him as a, like a shit talker mm-hmm. at all. And when he says, when he's having that thing with Will Osprey, when he's saying things about Kenny Omega, like that type of stuff, that, that to me, I don't know him personally. I've never met Seth Rollins, but just looking at him on TV and his mannerisms and the way he like carries himself, and the way he speaks, doesn't seem like he, he's a shit talker at all. Like behind the scenes, he seems like he's just like a, like a yeah. normal dude, just a regular guy, just. You know, just into you know, stay in
2: shape. I feel like if girlfriend. Seth Rollins, yeah, I feel like if Seth Rollins wasn't um, wasn't forced to be on social media by WWE to some extent, like I feel like he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he really, he's not the type of guy to me that seems like he would have a presence very much on social media. You know, like he's exactly. very just kind of like low key kind of guy like drinks his coffee you know what I mean like he doesn't put a lot of stuff out there um and you know talks about crossfit and whatever but um (laughs) he's not he's not like one of the big like he's not like ko or anybody like that that's just like constantly on on social media but yeah I think I think all that twitter stuff has a lot to do with people too right because you have like the hardcore like indie um, marks that are just like, you know, I can't believe he would say these things to, you know, like you said, Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega and all these things. But to me, I for, I personally feel like, I don't think WWE poked him to say those type of things. But like when he's like, he's like a company guy, you know what I mean? And, and, I, and to a certain extent, like I respect that because like, you know, I, I fully believe like you have to know where your bread is buttered and you can't bite the hand that feeds you. So like, you know, if he's defending WWE, like, you know, WWE has been kind of like, very polarizing over the last I mean year for sure I mean longer than that but just like in its ups and downs and like what they're doing um Mm -hmm. so when he defends that even when we all know like we're not stupid we know like this is crap a lot of times and then when he steps up and defend it we're like Seth like Dude, don't be a shill, you know, but like I said, to a certain extent, you have to understand that this is a company that he works for. This is a company that provides him the life that he has, the livelihood that he has, you know, that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's kind of a double edged sword, right? Like, what do do you do? You know, and I feel like I feel like he's kind of like Vince and Triple H's puppet at the moment where they're just kind of like poking the bear and making him like say things, not making him say things, but kind of like getting him riled up to where he does say things that kind of come back and bite him in the ass as far as like, you know, popularity is concerned. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The same
1: like, yeah, I think the company is kind of using him as their, their media mouthpiece a little bit and their feet, maybe feeding him some of this stuff. Here's what he said at a appearance over the weekend. So when Ken, Somebody asked him at like a convention about Kenny Omega, like maybe having a dream match with him, whatever. He said, when Kenny's done playing in the minor leagues over there, then he can come and work at the absolute top professional wrestling company in the world in front of the most people and make the most money and have the biggest matches, which is with me at WrestleMania. So i agree with everything he said i mean that's true that's yeah, not i mean yeah. there's What's, nothing
2: false about what he's saying you yeah. know
1: i mean calling AEW the minor leagues is a, you know, maybe a little bit of a dig but i mean it's yeah. you can't say that that AEW doesn't do the same shit to uh, wwe on live television every week uh sure. so i don't i don't see a problem uh jim ross had a huge problem with this and i don't know if you saw it he's he's got a bunch of shirts like making fun of seth rollins or using basically using seth rollins's logos as, as his own shirts and talked about how he wished he was over as is over as his girlfriend is and all this stuff um i don't do you guys listen to the jim ross pro, uh podcast uh, i haven't yeah, yeah. I, I mean I,
2: I have i have before but I, it's not <laughs> something i listen to like religiously
1: yeah I, i've had so, to, i've had to stop because they they are com- i mean he's completely anti-wwe and they shit on everything and anything and conrad basically throws softballs at him to get him to you know down you know downplay the competition and it's just like it's just i don't know if you guys feel the same way but if you, I, I i've been listening to it every single week and it's been getting worse and worse and um i, I just want to hear more about like you know wrestling pay-per-views from the attitude era i don't i don't want to hear about you know current day stuff from him um which is kind of annoying and i know that you know he's obviously works for aew wants to support the company and all that kind of stuff so you know it is what it is but um We'll see. I mean, more, more, more people. We'll, we'll see what what they do with Seth Rollins here after the title reign. Now that he's on Raw with with Brock as the champion, if they're going to run that back or what, but it's going to be interesting to see. Like you said, I, I think he's better as a heel. I would love to see him just snap on somebody and just turn a heel and and go off and do his own thing.
2: Well, he's got the perfect the perfect storytelling device, right? Like he he carried. And this is, this is real. Like, he carried Monday Night Raw on his back for, I mean, the last couple of years, right? Like, being being the face of the company, being the man, all of those things. Um, and, you know, for the fans to just, like, turn on him. And, you know, because he addressed that on uh, Monday, I believe. He was just like, you know, I know you guys had a lot to say. And you guys were happy that The Fiend won and the crowd started cheering. And he's like, but I don't give a crap. You know what I mean? So, he's kind of, like, already addressing, like, this, like, you know, fan turn on him so yeah he's got the perfect the perfect storytelling device just like like flip shit and turn heel yeah
1: i'd love to see it we'll see what happens going forward but i think he definitely needs a a fresh coat of paint um as as for what happened after crown jewel so there was rumors and all kinds of stuff sheena and marco have kept up with it a little bit better than i have because i remember the initial rumors were uh, a lot of the wrestlers w- w- weren't able to leave Saudi Arabia for several hours, almost like a, d- a full day later because of mechanical issues with the plane. The only people that were able to leave would be Vince and some of the higher up people. And then I think uh, Hogan and Flair and, and Brock and, and Roman got out um, on, a, on a private jet. But there's, I guess, more to the story here than than we know. What um, what, what have you guys heard since this all, this whole thing went down?
2: So the thing about this whole thing is, is we're never going to have like the whole truth. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe one day, I mean, because the, the, the superstars who are who are speaking out, um, they don't even know the whole truth. Right. Like they just know what they what they saw and what they experienced. Um, But they also aren't just going to believe some BS story that they couldn't leave Saudi Arabia for, you know, a day and a half because of mechanical issues. You know what I mean? Like WWE is one of the biggest companies in the world and they can't get a charter for these guys like out of this freaking volatile country. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like this, this whole thing was just like the communication and the lack of leadership is really what led to like all of this just becoming like a much bigger issue. Right? Like, so the original story came out like, Oh my gosh, you know, superstars are stranded in Saudi Arabia. There's mechanical issues with the plane, you know. Um, they sat on the tarmac for six hours. Like, you guys, God. like, I I cannot. I've, I've flown from Hawaii to the mainland a lot. Um, and let me just tell you, I don't even like to be on a plane for six hours when it's moving toward my destination, right? Like, I can't imagine just sitting there in that, like, recycled air, like on the tarmac, not knowing what's going on in this foreign country and then like be like told, Oh yeah, now you have to get off the plane. Like that would be terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care who you are. um, You just start to feel like stranded. Right. Um, And that's exactly what happened with these superstars. And then now the story, you know, Dave Meltzer was reporting that, you know, um, there was money owed to WWE so Vince had cut the stream um, you know he wasn't going to show it in Saudi Arabia because you know the the Saudi government owed WWE millions and millions of dollars from previous shows and all this stuff um, so all this is coming out and everybody's like oh my god well that makes so much sense right like typically like if if it seems like it makes sense like more than likely that's the logical answer. So I'm thinking like, yeah, this is it. Like, you know, they they owe WWE money. Like, now they're pissed off. This isn't going to work out. Like, this is about to be a freaking bad situation. Well, when all those rumors started coming out, guess what else comes out? Uh, An official announcement that WWE has expanded its partnership with Saudi Arabia. And now they're adding another mainstream show to their deal, right? So now they've like, they're not just going to do Crown Jewel. They're going to do Crown Jewel. Plus another show. Oh,
1: so, so insane.
2: I, 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 like it just, to me, like I'm like, that screams like propaganda. You know what I mean? Like to me, I'm just like, that is like that, I, that is an, definitely in a direct response to all of this negative publicity that you're like, Oh no, 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 everything's fine. Look at us. We're best friends. We're, we, we love each other so much that we're even going to give you more Saudi shows. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, 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 it just seems suspicious to me. What about you, Marco?
3: Yeah. Um, you pretty much covered <laughs> everything there. Um yeah, it's it all the stuff that's been covered out has been like you said, it it, it makes sense if you know, there was like the they they were stuck on the tarmac for six hours because it was like a gas issue or like they said there was like engine issues and like we talked about earlier we we listened to the uh, I listened to the Corey Graves podcast and he, he spoke about his account and he said you know, he he's not a pilot, so he doesn't under you know understand that it, it could have been those issues, and he's like, it's not what you hear on Twitter or or read on Twitter or or hear in like on all these podcasts, and you know. But uh, all
2: of that is bullcrap. Did you not feel like when when you were when you were hearing these like superstar accounts, the ones like defending it, like Natalia was on? I can't remember if she was on a podcast or what, but she was. I read that she was saying, um, you know, I can only um, speak from my experience. Like I don't know. Like I'm just telling you what I saw. Yeah, and I'm like yeah. I'm like to me that that's like that's like a sketchy way to present something. Like yeah. if I if I felt if I felt convicted that like no this wasn't true like it was truly mechanical issues i'd be like guys you guys are stupid it was totally mechanical issues it happens all the time you know what i mean um but it just the way that the superstars were were presenting their their sides of the story was very like polished feeling and and very like um very vague too right like just kind of like oh uh, well i can only speak from what i saw you know i don't know what so and so is gonna say but what i saw is because if it all comes out and it's all a lie they don't want to be like caught in this lie like oh well you said it was this right
3: exactly yeah so you, yeah. Cover, you cover yourself in that sense and, i mean he, he did a good I, I even said that to you guys after i listened to it i was like it's it sounds like it's pretty much bs when it comes to like i'm going oh well, I'm. I, I only know what I know and this is what I seen and this is what I experienced. Like, but you were sitting with how many other people, what did they experience? <laughs> Why are you yeah. saying you only experience that thing? Like exactly. what are other and other people how can,
2: and You how talk to you, somebody. Yeah. And how can you judge other people's experiences? Like if, if you're going to say that you, you sat there and you got the plane in a foreign country and you were supposed to be like flying out of, um, like that you weren't scared. Like I would be so scared. You know what I mean? Like not knowing what's going on, knowing that the big, here's the biggest issue. The biggest thing that I have an issue with is Vince McMahon, just like peaced out. Like after the final match, like just peaced out. And I know Corey Graves defended this too. Corey Graves was like, Oh, well, if you know anything about Vince McMahon, like as soon as the last bell rings, like he is out and he's to the next city, he has bigger things to worry about. And he has to run WWE, which I totally understand and respect. Like, yeah, if you're going from, you know, Memphis to Nashville, like from Raw to SmackDown, and you gotta like you're just gonna get your ass there and do what you gotta do, that's cool. But when you're flying like your your like entire company from a foreign country like you need to make sure that they get off the ground. Okay. And that everything is good to go. Like you're the leader, like you're the freaking captain of the ship. You know what I mean? Like, like imagine like if the captain of the Titanic was like, all right guys, I'm taking this lifeboat. Peace. (laughs) good, good, (laughs) Good luck. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was just, it's such bullshit, you know? And like for him to defend that and just be like, Oh, well that's just how Vince McMahon is. I felt like was, was just like such total and utter crap. And, um, I feel like as a leader, he could have communicated better um and also how did he schedule that was he, is, he, is he is he like lost his mind he was like oh we're gonna have all these superstars in saudi arabia on thursday and then we're gonna fly them out to wherever the hell smackdown was i can't even remember like and have them there on uh, friday Philly. Philly. Yeah, no, ready ready Billy. yeah
1: yeah i think it was buffalo i think Buffalo. It, oh, oh,
3: Buffalo. Yeah, right. Buffalo. Yeah, almost
1: Buffalo, that's sorry. almost as bad as Saudi Arabia as far as like, the <laughs> shittiness of it. That is that is very true. Oh we my gosh.
2: Sorry. Sorry <laughs> to any of our Buffalo listeners. Don't oh, listen. Yeah, to, sorry. Don't listen don't no. listen to these guys. Um, but you know what I mean? Like that was just terrible scheduling. Like, why wouldn't you have already had like a contingency plan just in case like something really did happen, like mechanical issues, you know what I mean? Or delays. Um, but then they had to panic and like bring in NXT, which ended up being great. But at the same time, like you picked and picked and choose like twenty people from Saudi Arabia, You're like, oh well well these people are must have on excuse me, on TV. So we're gonna get them out, but the rest of you guys just hang tight and we'll get you out later. You know what I mean? I just feel like the whole thing was just lacking leadership and communication and was just a total cluster F, you know? Yeah. And he, he
3: actually did mention Randy Orton was there with them too. He wasn't the ones that actually wasn't one of the people that actually left Early. He was there with us. He was like, Oh, won't you ask Randy Orton? He was there with us. But he just signed like, a five year deal. So he's probably just like, hey, I, don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll <laughs> hang out for six hours and not have to work.
2: <laughs> yeah. I feel, yeah. I, I Randy, really Orton, Randy Orton is not, he's not sweating if he's going to miss SmackDown. You no, know exactly. what I mean? Like, he, he does, not, he does exactly. not care at all. He's um, like, I'm
3: on Raw. I don't care about SmackDown, whatever. But um, even Adam, um, Adam Cole, he even said his, he, they, that was even planned the NXT thing like he said he he because um, he was on the show as well and he said he got there like at like like seven like at a half hour before the show started and then he had like an hour like or so to prepare for the match with, with him and Daniel Bryan which we'll oh, talk wow. about later yeah. on but like he he even he said that even that whole day was like a rush So, like if they didn't make it there like they weren't even they weren't even <laughs> in Saudi Arabia and he didn't make it on time. Like, yeah, exactly. How is he expecting everyone to make it there, like like you said, on time. Like it, that's that's pretty insane. Like just a thing that way, but but you would have to have a a like a an escape plan essentially to make it there on time, which he did. and... His people didn't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> technically.
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, you know, they were talking about like, oh, well, why didn't they just like people were getting um, saying, well, what can you expect? And I'm like, yeah, of course, Vince has a private jet. You know, Hogan and Flair had a had their own private jet. Tyson Fury gets perks from WWE because he's like one of the biggest superstars in the world. Yeah. Um, so he got a private jet from them. Brock obviously is one of the biggest stars in WWE, so he got a private jet. But I'm like, I'm like, that's all well and good, but like at the same time, like if you th- like if this was happening, like I get it. Like you, maybe you don't charter private jets for everybody else, but like, you need to find a way to get, take care of your people. Do you know what I mean? Like if this was going down, like you need to figure it out and like get them out of there and let them know what's going on. Because I mean, they have families to get back to, like they have things that they have to do. You know what I mean? And people are like, travel delays happen all the time, even here in America, especially international travel, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but, Not every day are you flying in and out of a country where like, I mean, you know, not to get political, but I mean, like people get killed, you know, on the, on the regular, like you're in, you're in a, you're in a volatile country where it wouldn't be completely unheard of for you to just go missing or to be beheaded or something like that. You know what I mean? We saw that, like uh, the journalist that was over there, you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's, let's. Let's get really real for a second, yeah. <laughs> um, and talk about the realness of this shit because yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, well, why would they be scared?" Like, uh, I I think it's obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and they had a controversial match. You know, they had a w- women' wrestling, which you know WWE pushed for. I'm sure the Saudi government wasn't like, "Yeah, let's have women wrestle." Two women yeah. wrestling
1: in the ring together.
2: Yeah, exactly. Do we throw yeah.
1: stones at them?
2: Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> So it's so it's yeah exactly it's so crazy because like you know it's not crazy to think that these people were upset when they really did like push the boundaries a little bit and then now all of a sudden it's like oh yeah you're not going anywhere like uh what excuse me what yeah, do you mean but, I'm not going anywhere yeah,
1: I, I'm 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 afraid that this whole relationship with the Saudi Arabia thing is is going to end you know worse than this and I really I really hope it doesn't. But um, a lot of I
2: superstars said they're never going. They're never going back. Yeah, I mean, they're like and, I, they're yeah, like yeah. I'm not going.
1: You In know? WWE's defense, they've allowed like I think Daniel Bryan and John Cena said they don't want to go over there, and they haven't. You know, they haven't been over there. So I think it's one of those things where if you want the payday, and I, I know you know somebody like Braun Strowman making a million dollars for one match, you know, hey, it's it's hard to turn down some money like that. It's,
2: it's life changing, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's life changing money but at the same time like now you know like now you now now WWE's been exposed like if something goes wrong like are they going to be there to to protect you and have your back you know how what was, i mean That how was my like, saudi
1: arabia impression good
2: it was terrible it was terrible <laughs> don't it was, ever it was do, pretty
1: it was pretty bad but we'll don't ever don't
2: ever do that again
1: really? <laughs> I, i'll work hope on we, it i you
2: have any listeners from yeah, saudi saudi arabia or saudi arabia um, listeners yeah, are both you, out yeah
3: we yeah. apologize, to oh, Saudi Arabia. My w- I see treat my
1: know. wife better than Douglas, just slightly okay. better than. Okay. Dog. That's
2: that's, that's a even that's a worse <laughs> Borat impersonation. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> let's move
1: on. Let's move on. We do have to give props to, um, you know, the first women match being over there. We'd be reminiscent yeah. if, we, if we didn't. I mean, that was pretty cool yeah. to see. It was, and um, it was really
2: cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm glad and they did I. That. Yeah, you know, it, and it was a really cool moment for those two women too. Despite what you know, what we think and what the you know Saudi thinks or whatever. Like, I, I'm glad that Natalia. I don't know if any of you guys watch Total Divas, but Natalia was like talking about on Total Divas how she's always wanted to be a part of like one of the history making events and like she's never gotten to be a part of it. And so like I felt good for her because I was like, you know what, she finally got her moment where she got to be like part of WWE history, like the, uh, like in a way. So I thought that was I thought it was really good. I thought it was cool. That
0: is yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, I thought it was like a. I thought it was kind of like the, almost like the main event of that event, mainly because it's the first time that's ever happened in that country is having two women compete. Um, and just like it, I'm not sure if you guys seen like I know they're going to cut to the crowd and show like crowd reactions of like like the little girls in the crowd, and the mm-hmm. women and stuff like that. And like it was it was really like I'm not going to I think someone was like cutting onions around my yeah. area when that was happening, but uh, I'm not going to say. I dropped any tears, but I'm gonna say that it was a it was a touching moment just seeing like uh, a more that like I said like the crowd reactions and stuff like that and like you know like people were like genuinely excited that they were seeing women actually compete.
2: Yeah, uh, that I think advantage. that was one of the definitely one of the best parts is just seeing those little girls and seeing like you know the older women and stuff like that. just support just supporting it and just being so kind of just like drawn into what was going on um and just hopeful you know what i mean i i like i said i can imagine being a woman in in a country like that so i you know just to be able to like see something like that and you know see hope and progress hopefully um you know i think it was definitely a feel-good moment
1: Hopefully, when our kids are our age, they can look back and say, "Like, man, it, it's crazy that you know that was like 2019. They still didn't have like they wouldn't allow. I women. Know. like you know, kind yeah. of like can like, <laughs> I look back now? Like, God, like it would not let black people sit on the bus. Like, just does it, yeah. doesn't it register how, how in my stupid? mind that people were yeah. that yeah. stupid back then. Like, you know, and that's in a, the same thing will happen probably 30 years from now with with different stuff. But it's just like you know some people just need to catch up and and hopefully this is the first step toward that so yeah no props props to wwe from i'm sure they had to push to make make that happen you know what i mean like yeah yeah and risking like a a big time relationship money wise with uh this country to you know well why would even why would saudi arabia wouldn't want that to happen obviously this is something that wwe wanted to have happen so they can then look back and say hey you know at least we're at least we're doing this at least we're trying to know and they're right you know that if, if you're trying to make some sort of that's the first step to that's really what they can do i mean you can't do much else you, you can't change legislation there or like tell the yeah, people yeah, that right, live there exactly. what to do but yeah. you can like give them a you know something they've never seen before and just oh this is you know what's the big deal about this like you know two women can wrestle just like two men can wrestle whatever who cares let's move on so um that was cool and um like i like i alluded to earlier the 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 crisis with Crown Jewel with the plane and everything led to an awesome episode of SmackDown where uh, we saw NXT take over and basically run roughshod through every single match. And at the end of the show, the entire, you know, ma- most of the, uh, the NXT roster in the ring with Triple H man it it got me excited i was so down on wrestling last week between all the crap that had happened and just wasn't excited but between what happened at crown jewel and now this you know with with weaving nxt into these storylines and that main event with adam cole and daniel bryan was just fire. the way way they just did the whole show was just like sometimes the wwe can, can makes the best products when they're like their back is up against the wall and that's really what happened here. They had they had nobody to go with on the show, so they just I think like you like Marco said, the the NXT folks got there a half an hour before the show started and um, you know, it was it was awesome.
2: Yeah, and it just also goes to show you what um what giving the viewers, a breath of fresh air can actually do for like the excitement and the ratings, um, and things like that. Because, like, seeing these new matchups that we haven't seen before, just seeing all like the uh, seeing things that are unexpected was really, really super cool. And it also lets you know, like, NXT is like it's legit, like, you know, I know it's um, quote unquote, developmental, but like, these guys can hang with the main roster any day of the freaking week you know what i mean it's just like they're they so uber talented um that i feel like you know sometimes on the main roster i feel like people can get complacent and you know they're just doing the same thing week in and week out well you bring these like you know these hungry nxt people up and it really pushes the um the main roster talent to like step their game up you know what i mean
1: yeah um uh, yeah i'm loving it I, I mean it was a little predictable when every single match was kind of interrupted or, or taken over by nxt person but um they had to do it because there was nobody else there and i mean we have some awesome matches we'll get into survivor series which is uh like a little less than three weeks away but i mean we're getting becky lynch versus bailey versus Shayna baszler which is awesome three all three champions in the in in one match and then the viking raiders revival and undisputed era in a tag yeah. team match like it's I'm really, be fire. I'm disappointed they're not doing the Brock Lesnar and uh, with with the Fiend Adam Cole. And Adam Cole. Yeah. But I think they have different. I think I think they're going to do something with the OC and Undisputed era in a, in, a, in a classic Survivor Series style match, which I would be happy with. But um, I'm exci- I'm even excited for Lesnar versus Mysterio. I, I love seeing like a like a like a David versus Goliath type of match, and um, those two kind of fit that bill pretty well. So I'm excited yeah. for Survivor Series a lot.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for Survivor Series. Um, I, we're going to get some more awesome matchups as as the card starts to to shape up. But um, I am not as excited as you are about Brock versus Ray. I just don't care. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just like I literally just can't make myself get into it. I'm sure it'll be it'll be good um, and I might like eat my words after the fact. But right now I'm just like this whole thing where he was like hunting down Ray and Ray beats him up with a chair and eh, I'm just like, okay. Like, I don't know why it's just boring to me. Yeah, like it's, I, it's, I was, it's definitely a SmackDown caliber
1: match. Sorry to interrupt you.
2: No, you're, you're okay. I, I, I just thought it would just be more interesting, way more interesting. Cause I even was listening to, um, I can't remember who mentioned it, but they were like, yeah, how cool would it be if like Finn beat Adam Cole? um, you know, and got the got the title, and then it was like Finn versus uh Brock versus the Fiend. Like, you know what I mean? Like three like mega stars in there at the at the same time. You know what I mean?
1: Our good buddy on Twitter, Peteopolis, you can follow him, Peteopolis on Twitter, asked uh, a question. If you had a AEW versus WWE five on five team at Survivor Series, what would your teams be? And I want you, I want to get your thoughts on mine. I went all NXT. I went Adam Cole. Finn Balor, Pete Dunn, Ciampa, Gargano against Jericho Moxley, Swagger, Omega and Cody.
2: Jericho Moxley, Swagger, Omega and Cody? Yeah. Um I like everybody but Swagger or Hager well, yeah. whatever. yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean I couldn't
1: I, I had to throw him in there just because, you know, he's Got the wwe like tie-ins but i mean i would rather have some like scorpio sky or or mjf or somebody in there but um that would be pretty fun man to see you know those two go at it and i would love to see wwe and aew have a relationship somewhere down the road i don't think that's ever going to happen but uh how, how kick-ass would that be if they kind of like you know did like a charity show where like once a year they did like every match was wwe versus aew and all the money went toward like Know, kids cancer or something you know you wouldn't raise yeah. so much freaking money
2: yeah that would be that would be super cool and it's definitely like one of those fantasy booking situations because yeah i can't i can't imagine a world in which that actually actually happens but um it would be it would be super cool but yeah i totally agree i mean that that's a fire survivor series team you built there for eight for nxt for sure
1: let's get into aew which is um you know, happening right now, like you mentioned. But last week on AEW, uh, we got new tag team champions. We had a lot of stuff going on as full, full gear is kind of approaching. What, what were your thoughts on AEW? I completely missed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch tonight's episode a little bit later. But, um, well,
2: I haven't watched tonight's, but I was, I was totally out of, um, out of commission last week. Like you saw, I was catching up on everything late, so I didn't get to watch AEW last week. So I'm going to let Marco take over and let us know what, uh, kind of give us the rundown really quickly on AEW dynamite from last week. Like what were the, the couple of high points that, that took place?
0: Dang it! I knew I was. I knew
3: it was going to be the uh, AEW. <laughs> you're the, <laughs> you're, the AEW,
2: you're the AEW. You're uh, the AEW correspondent, dude. Oh,
3: Jesus, horrible. All right, no, no, I'm joking. Um, no, we got, we got to see the. Uh, we we were both wrong, uh, Sheena and I, on the uh, the victors of the inaugural AEW tag yes. tag team team champs. Yeah, it was guys actually laughed at me. you laughed at, yeah. at me. We
2: laughed.
3: Um, we we ate our words, and we. Swallowed them with pride. I would say that, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, yeah, that that match was awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely go back and watch that. Obviously, Lucha Bros, um, and as he mentioned, Scorpio Sky is he's one of my favorites as well. He's he's really awesome. I would I would be hard pressed if they didn't put the AEW title on that guy. Hopefully, they do. That be I mean, he's amazing. He's really good. Um, what else did we see? We seen. Uh, I'm gonna try to. Go over. Oh, we see the uh, contract signing between Cody and and uh, Chris Jericho. Um, have you, either one of you seen that?
2: No, yeah. I heard it was really good though. I heard it was. Um, what was it, or was I mis- it,
3: it? No, it was really good. Uh, Jericho came out the mo- the most obnoxious jacket on. It was like a
2: pumpkins, it was a, a, right? It like was
3: pumpkins all over yeah. his sport coat. It was just, and he's like the crowds like chanting, stuff, and he's telling them to shut up, let them talk, and he's like, they, it wasn't like they they obviously they they, they have to like. Give a like a, a jab at WWE, saying this isn't like the other company where I'm going to flip over the table and we're going to fight and all that type of stuff. So they didn't really have to do that. It was actually a really good signing up until they actually said that. Um, but what they did do was they uh, they made it so they added Dustin into the into the mix. So they while he's doing the contract signing, uh, the rest of the inner circle were or, or outside um, beating the crap out of uh, Dustin Rhodes. Um, mm. And they actually, it was it was like in a limo. So they actually put his arm in, like in the limo door, and they like slammed the limo door on it, and, like hurt his arm. And then like miraculously, for some reason, MJF comes running out of the frame. <laughs> like so, like I'm, so. What I'm thinking is they're like they're slowly. It's a slow build. It's a slow burn. But he's definitely turning at some point, MJF, because he he yes. seems to be just like at at after the thing happens, he shows up.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt. I love the slow burn though. I think I think they should I, I don't think they should rush it. I really don't. I think they should let this thing develop like like through at least the middle of next year. Like I think it should just be like one of those things that's like super shocking because I feel like with them just starting like T V and like all this stuff, like they really need to establish this friendship and this loyalty between MJF and Cody so that when it does happen, it's legitimately shocking. Like it's like, it's like Seth, turning on the shield level shocking you know what i mean like i feel yeah, like exactly. if they if they do it now it's just going to kind of be like oh well we, we thought mjf was kind of an asshole anyway like who wants to be friends with that guy you know what i mean but they they yeah. really need to they really need to like solidify this yeah. like he's going to come save
1: him and, or something and you know yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah exactly because i feel like if they do it too quickly it's, it's not going to have the impact that it could potentially have if they let it like build up and do it down the
1: road so you yeah, you, and we had. Um, sorry, oh, we, go ahead. I was gonna say you like this slow burn, but I feel like we're so trained to have a pay per view every three weeks that I, I feel like this full gear pay per view has been like. I've been hearing about this Moxley Omega match for like a year now, and I know they were supposed to wrestle, um, and Moxley had the the Mercer thing, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's good and bad at the same time. I've just kind of like. I don't know. I've, I've just lost a little bit of interest in AEW. I mean, I've been watching it. I didn't watch it last week and I'm going to watch this week's episode, you know, after we've done recording here, I'm, I'm excited for, for, for full gear, but I don't know. It's just like losing a little bit of it's like newness for me. And I, I think it's mainly because like, I can't watch Jimmy Havoc and Joey Janela or, or, or some iteration of those two wrestle like every single week. Like some of the matches on this card, like Adam Page and Pac, I, I've seen that before. Like, you need, to, mm-hmm. you need to expand this roster a little bit because oh, yeah. six months from now, it's going to yeah. be like, who else is going to c- compete for this title? You know, it's like, it, it's, yeah. it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I, I, I like a lot of things about AEW, but I think you need to envelop like Ring of Honor or or, or Impact or something and, and like add a whole other roster to this and make it huge because, I mean, the, the sky's the limit, and I think people are, are ready for a change, but I just – I don't know. I just haven't seen enough yet. And it, it doesn't help that Rio is facing someone that's uh, the same age as Trish Stratus, who's been retired <laughs> for fucking 16, 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> Trish Stratus retired yeah. 16 years ago. And that she's the same age as the person that's uh, getting, a, getting a shot at Rio's belt. They, they've butchered the women's division, as well as they've done with the tag team division for, for AEW. I, I don't yeah. care at all about any of these women, and I mean, it, oh,
2: I think I think Britt Baker I, and B. Priestley is going to be a good match.
1: That will that will be a good yeah. match, but I think you I think you you did yourself a disservice by not having a bigger name as the you know the first women's champion. And Riho, you know, at ninety eight pounds or whatever she is, is not a uh, yeah. believable champion for me. As much as I love her, And I'm going to rep the shirt on Saturday. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but do uh, you feel like do you feel like maybe we feel like that because we've been following along AEW even before it aired on television so like we kind of have this like um like this leg up where we're like, well, we've seen a lot of these matches and like, we've, we've seen this before. and It's getting a little stale versus like the people who are just now learning about AEW and just now learning, uh, tuning in on TNT. Like maybe they didn't watch, you know, fight for the fallen or all in or all out or, um, you know what I mean? Like they, they haven't seen those things. So it's to us, we're like, Jesus Christ. Like we've seen the same, like 10 people rotated in and out of these matches, but the, the people who are just now like mainstream, viewership they're like oh wow like i've never seen these people before this is awesome you know
3: yeah i think the other thing too with the women's division part of it is where we we've been spoiled with the, oh yeah we're, oh, we're possibly spoiled. like the greatest yes. like like yeah. th- there's no doubt yeah. that wwe is like the greatest women's talent across like raw smackdown nxt um nxt uk like there's no yeah. debating that and if you i mean if you want to go on twitter and say Otherwise, and pick some like random person we don't know that had yeah. five star matches somewhere. be my guest.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Other than that, no, uh, you, you can't deny that. And I think it's I think we're trying to like compare the two divisions, and they're sure. not anywhere yeah. near uh, the talent pool that the women's division is. They they do have talented women there, like you said. Yeah um yeah not not brandy Rhodes, but um <laughs> they do have a talented women's division um
2: but wwe's but, uh, been grooming their women's division for like the past like five years like in a way oh, yeah. that like other that other companies are just not doing you know what i mean like with the with the start of like charlotte and sasha banks and like you know all all of those women that just came up through through um nxt onto the main roster and like becky lynch and all of that like there's just no comparison. Like you just can't like the level of athleticism and like what, what WWE has now and Ray Ripley and Tony storm and all these other chicks that are just like, like all the freaking NXT chicks, right? Like Bianca Belair, like it's just, it's, it's insane, right? Like it's going to take a long time yeah. before any other promotion has the, has the level of um the level of talent that WWE has in its women's division.
1: I think if you did a five on five on five women's match, with uh, on survivor series the 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 talent you could have in there just for wi- the women's match with with the, the you know with the people that are not in the women's title match i mean mm-hmm. you could have sasha and charlotte and all the chicks from nxt you know if they're in you know if they're in the war games match you know oscar i mean it it mm-hmm. would be like a, a dream match you know so yeah i think i think the sky's the limit with this survivor series i haven't been this excited for a pay-per-view in a long long time um so we'll see where all of that goes um do we want to run down full gear? I mean, I already I've conceded the loss to Sheena for uh, the, the title. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I got any matches right on uh, on Crown Jewel. Um, um, let's see. Let me check. I think you did. No, you both got
3: you. The ones you got right, you both got right.
0: That's and then right.
1: She just edged you out with the the Hogan Flair match. you got the Shorty G match right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she got the Shorty G. Shorty, Shorty, Shorty G, G saves the day. <laughs>
2: Oh. yeah um you know yeah we can we can run down real quick so what the matches that we have established so this is this is on friday or saturday
1: what saturday? full gear yeah saturday i will yeah, saturday. be there in the house and we were drinking at three thirty at the pratt street ale house if you want to drink and have some beers and eat some unhealthy appetizers with your boy mm-hmm. before the show i will be there uh nothing nothing too crazy nothing formal just uh you know some dudes hanging out i think it's like a block or two from the arena so you won't get too winded walking you know it's big dude season but you won't get too winded walking to the, <laughs> walking to the arena but uh, i'm pretty pumped for this and uh it's going to be fun uh we can run down the card here why don't Why don't we do should we do an AEW uh prediction title champion too and and see oh, if geez. you can be uh sheena two belts yeah, I, oh, I'm Sheena ready. I'm ready. I'm
2: ready to be shooting the two belts. You know, Indeed. you know, I'm game. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So let's start with start with the top. We got uh, Moxley, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Kenny. Um, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Moxley on this one. I think I think he's going over.
1: Wow, I was going to say Omega. Wow, this okay. is don't forget this is not sanctioned.
2: This well, There's no yeah,
1: sanctions on this match.
2: There are absolutely no, no sanctions. Yeah. Well, if I feel like in an unsanctioned match. Unsanctioned match, John Moxley has the upper hand. Like, this is like his wheelhouse, you know what I mean? Like, just do too good
1: with sanctions, but the unsanctioned (laughs) matches, he does really good. Yeah,
2: he's he's not very sanctionable. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, next we have
2: okay, so Marco, you taking all this down? Yep,
0: yeah, okay.
2: We got Chris versus Cody. Um, if Cody loses, he will not challenge for the AEW World Championship ever again. Oh. Is that when did that continue tonight? To get that, at was you? tonight.
3: that was tonight. That was he actually announced that tonight. He yeah. said, uh, yeah, that was a part of the fire promo hand. It's actually a really good promo. I watched, oh, watched
2: it. well, that changes that kind of changes everything. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Because they also have, don't they also have the stipulation? If this ma- is this the match that if it goes for thirty minutes, an
1: that- hour, so oh, it's an hour, sixteen hour, oh Jesus
2: Christ! If it
1: goes with eight matches already announced, and you don't even have some of your big names on this card, like where's MJF and some of these other guys? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna go. Then why minutes.
2: even add that stipulation? <laughs> yeah, they made eight a matches.
1: big deal about it, and there's gonna be a, made th- a-, a three-person it was an judge. Announcement.
2: It was it was an official announcement, like pinned to the top of the Facebook page, like "Hello, we're gonna have judges." Um, But yeah, uh, so Chris Jericho versus Cody, man, that really makes me rethink because I was definitely just gonna say automatically Chris Jericho. But if I mean, I can't see Cody not challenging for the AEW World Championship ever again.
1: So what do you? you, Wait, wait, do you you get to pick first or me?
2: i'll let i'll let you pick first it's okay first i'm saying on, i'm uh, saying
1: jericho jericho keeps the i'm saying jericho keeps the belt let's let's do that because this is going to be wonky as shit this match i guarantee it. yeah
2: true because the inner circle is going to get involved like there has to be like and jericho is just too good he has to have a successful title defense like the man is just like he's just freaking fire um right now so yeah i'm going with jericho too
1: Let's let's so let's do a point for every match, but all, let's also p- try to predict who these three judges are going to be, and um, you get oh, a, God. you get a, you get a point like, for yeah. well, you get a point for each pick.
2: Who the judges are going to be? Yeah,
1: there's three. Um, there's three judges. I don't know if they're even going to be just normal people or or what.
2: Has there been any any um, any press release on who like what kind of people these are going to be, Marco? Nothing, like whether yeah, they're going to be superstars or like um, you know.
3: No, uh, I haven't even
2: mentioned hmm. anything about it. So I'm going to say uh, maybe DDP. I, I was <laughs> as, thinking
1: that too. Uh, that's a that's a good one. That's a good as, one. As
2: one, uh, what about you?
1: I'll say Tully Blanchard.
2: Mm, okay. Um, I would have to say. What about Brandy? Since she's like oh, you know she's wow. the the chief branding uh, officer. Okay. You know, like she, you know, they're going to throw a chicken there.
1: What about, I'll say Tony Khan. I'll go Tony Khan.
2: Oh, wow. He's yeah. Face yeah. Okay. Okay. You got, one, um, you got one more. And my last one, um, I'm going to go with maybe Jim Ross.
1: I was going to say, don't say awesome Kong. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say Christopher Daniels.
2: Okay. All I right. Well, I just
1: pulled that out of my ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so that that match has a lot of points weighing on it so yes, we'll, we'll see we'll see um how that goes how about how um, about
1: let's do it let's do another point does mjf turn on cody in on this night no uh well,
3: I, I, I would make a prediction and say yes but you don't have to use mine oh, at all i'm gonna say so,
1: no. i'm gonna say no too but but uh no. marco's prediction has me interested just because of the, the no, fact Marco's that the I'll, official
2: correspondent. I'm like, oh wait, <laughs>
1: the whole "I'll never face,
3: I'll never have a title shot again" thing. Well, I think that kind of like oh. I don't know. It, it tells that me would, something that might would happen.
2: Motivate MJF because he's like, okay, well, if I don't have to face Cody, for yeah, if time, I don't have to face
3: Cody. Yeah, then yeah. that's perfect. Like he the whole thing will be like, oh, I did it, I did it, so we'll never have to face each other. We're still best friends. That type of thing. I don't want to sway
1: your. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm, I'm still
2: going with no. I'm still going with the slow burn.
1: All right. Yeah, it would be a mistake if they do it, but that would make sense if they do do it on 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 Saturday. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. Let's go, Young Bucks versus uh, Santana and Ortiz proud and proud in something what are they proud in puerto rican or something or what's proud, and... <laughs> proud and what's their name It's proud in something
3: uh it's proud in. let me get the right name because i don't want ah. uh it actually just says santana and t's on what
1: for what i'm looking at i know we're, but we're all looking at wikipedia come on let's not yeah is it
3: like proud and pride or something like that
1: or that pride would be awful proud and Who pride cares? Who I don't cares? Know.
2: It, it, whatever it is, if it Look starts to it it okay. we'll crowd, yeah. oh, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's lame. P
3: and P, call them P Yeah. Oh, Santana Ortiz, P
2: It's lame. I just rather than be Santana and Ortiz. Um, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the Bucks on this one. They kind of they kind of been laying down a little bit, so I think I think they're gonna like really show out. Uh, on this show so I'm going with the Bucks over Santana and Ortiz
1: I'm going Bucks too I think yeah I think this is going to be their their kind of coming out party as far as big time matches and they'll be competing it's going to be the, their super kick party yeah they're going to be, be competing for the, the world tag team titles on the next pay-per-view
2: yep what about Page versus Pac
1: Hangman Page here Hangman Page yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to go Hangman Page um, I think he's going to get on the on the winning side of things here
2: I think I'm gonna go with
1: it's Pac. Is it Pock Pack Pack? I think it's I don't pack. know.
2: I, I think it's, I say it different every time I do so show. Pack yeah. or Pock. I don't care. Man. It's lame. <laughs> lame.
1: <laughs> it is a stupid. Oh, it is a stupid name. Pock. Yeah,
2: like come on. What, you what's know? he's the
1: bastard? Like I like the just the bastard. That would be cool. The,
2: the bastard. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be much better. Um, B Priestley versus Britt Baker. I think this is uh, Britt Baker's time to shine. I think she's gonna. I think she's coming out on top.
1: Yeah, B Priestley's going back to hot topic after this one. I'm gonna say Britt <laughs> Baker, DDS too.
2: Um, let's go with Riho versus
1: uh, oh, you know, Amy Sakura. This is this better be a sweep. You know my girl Riho's is going over Amy, yeah, Amy yeah. Sakura.
2: I gotta I got go with uh, I gotta go with Riho too yeah. so
1: is, I, I'm I'm not trying to be like rude here is Emmy Zakura I can't tell if she's the girl that dresses up like um, I think she's the one that dresses up like the dude from uh, Queen but I can't tell she
2: she what the, the one that dresses a, up like, like I think the, you had Freddie mentioned Mercury. this before Freddie yeah. Mercury, that Freddie she Mercury. Up like Freddie. Yeah,
1: you've seen the girl that dresses up like Freddie, Freddie Mercury right <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it is her. It is her. okay. Yeah, it's her yep. I just She wore. Her she wore. A, you don't remember? She wore like a mustache to the ring one time at Double or Nothing with the the outfit. Oh, that that must
2: be so far in the rear that this. I have. I, blocked I, 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 I've <laughs> blocked that out of my my memory. Yeah. yeah. Whenever,
1: remember? Remember when Awesome Kong and uh, and the other chick was like a big thing, and they totally just went away? What was that? They, she hasn't been on anything in like months.
2: She only had. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, she okay. never signed a full contract. She was just like a a part time, oh, okay. um, a part time Jabron. I remember, um, that uh, uh what's her name? Uh, Brandy Rhodes was like, "Oh yeah, awesome Kong." Um, you know, because they were asking if she was going to sign a full time contract, and you know, Brandy Rhodes in this interview and said, "You know, she's just a friend of mine, and she's going to be there to defend me. And you know, she's gonna she can come and go as she pleases, or you know, she'll she'll call I'll call in favors as we need her and stuff like that." So, yeah, I think I think she's doing other other things.
1: Yeah, she's been on Glow. You know, hey, it's a great show.
2: Hey, listen, you got you got a Netflix deal. You got that Netflix money. You, you don't need to be on AEW, you know what I mean?
1: I am so ready for this Disney thing next week on the 12th. I cannot be more excited.
2: <laughs> I imagine Phil. Have you guys seen the meme where um, it's like, you know, what are your plans for uh, November twelfth or whatever the day the Disney Plus um, thing launches? It's like it's like a guy and he's like he's like pointing at the Disney Plus on the TV, pointing at snacks, and then pointing at the bed. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you know, that's I just imagine Phil in that meme. Uh, yeah, it's just gonna watch be great. It.
1: It's just like I, I can't find anything to watch on Netflix for the last like three weeks. It's been awful.
2: Well, that's why you need HBO Go. I know we're going on a tangent here. Remember you said you, you oh, didn't know I there can't. were any good shows. There were no good shows on HBO, and I was there just isn't. like, what the hell by, are I'm you? I'm
1: sticking by that. There's nothing Bill, if on you, HBO. if you
2: stick by that, I'm finding a new co-host. Marco, oh my you're going to be the official. Oh, my God. Like, oh, man, I, that, I love
3: HBO shows. It's not TV, right? It's HBO. Yeah, it's
1: HBO, right? It's not TV. It's no, not it's not actually
3: it's good. Sure um, you don't we, like Westworld? Have you watched Westworld at all oh, That's not heard on of it?
1: That's not on right now. There's
0: nothing. It,
3: not it doesn't
2: matter. We yeah, you, can you can watch the on demand.
3: Yeah, Westworld's great. Yeah, it's yeah. one Dude, of the best shows. On. Yeah. HBO, HBO has
2: some of the best television that there is right now. Ballers, so the ballers. Yeah, and they have all oh, the no. classic shows: Sex in the City, freaking yeah, six, watch, six, yeah. six feet under, uh, freaking. Um, sopranos, like get the f out of here. If you can't Just, watch, find something to watch on HBO Go, then you need to like really reevaluate your your what you find entertaining.
1: I've seen I've seen a lot of those shows, and I don't think any of the new shows have been up to up to snuff as far as what they've put out in the past. I, I'm interested, but the Watchmen show I haven't watched that yet.
2: But, oh, see, that one actually seems like it's a little bit too over my head. I'm like, yeah, what? that seems I a don't... little heavy. <laughs> I, I, just,
1: I, need some, yeah. <laughs> I need some. I'm more on the house hunters type of like mindset right now. I just I don't need like people with masks like killing each other. Um, you know. Oh my god! A whole other well, a whole other world of like canon of of characters and people to remember. And stuff. Whatever.
2: And stuff. Everything that Danny McBride's ever done is on HBO that's, Go. So, and yeah, that's That's, true. that's, that's, that's oh. all you ever freaking need to know, right? Yeah. His whole his whole freaking career repertoire is like. Then, on yeah, the, maybe so. I'll just
1: start eastbound and down from the beginning again because oh, that's I the like, kind of I show I'm down, like. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's I can't get into like some of the dramas. Like my attention span is so bad lately. I have like just a dumb idiot. So, but I can get into that. And Vice Principles I love Vice so. Principles,
2: yeah. the Righteous Gemstones. See, so yeah, I can't,
1: one. I can't get on. That show is not, is not oh, funny yeah. to me. I watched a couple episodes. True Detective, True Detective is great. No, True Detective is good. Okay. Curb, Curb, enthusiasm. My favorite enthusiasm. show. On yeah, there. that is a good show. I mean, yeah, I've seen all these shows. though. I just need something new. I just feel like their new stuff hasn't been great. But let's let's get back. Let's on get topic. back to
2: something that's not as entertaining as HBO. Yeah. Uh,
1: a- AEW. <laughs> Actually, this this match I didn't know was even on the card, but so uh, SCU, Lucha Bros, and Private Party in a three way match for the AEW World Title, uh, tag yeah, team titles. This that. this might be the most suicide dives in one fucking match. But these six people, <laughs> these six people love. No one loves suicide dives more than these motherfuckers. Oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ
2: um i have i'm going with uh socal uncensored to retain uh in this in this match
1: okay i'm gonna go oof man it's tough i can't I, we can't have new champs yet i'm gonna go socal uncensored all right such a nice and then uh
2: joey Janela versus
1: sean spears <laughs> Yeah, we 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 really ended with the one of the best matches on the car. What the hell is
2: this? Yeah, <laughs>
1: Ty Dillinger. Yeah. I, okay, I'm going Joey Janela. I don't think uh, Sean Spears is ever going to win a match in AEW. He's just uh...
2: I'm going I'm going with Sean
1: Spears. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: Perfect ten.
1: Joey Janela to has me. to win at some point. I mean, I've never seen the guy win a win a match before. So,
2: because he doesn't need to win, he just he just likes to fight. Yeah. Like he you know He's like, like I don't Fit Finley, I don't... right. Win yeah, winning isn't even in his like he's he doesn't care. He's just like, hey, I just want to get out here and like kick some ass. So I'm going with Sean Spears because winning actually does matter to to him.
3: Okay, I'm I mean, think you guys may have to uh, do like for the three way. You might have to add some points if you're going to both
1: pick SEU. You may have to decide on how many suicide dives. Oh my now. god. are just
0: you going to count? With,
1: are you going to count with,
2: it? With, I'm not counting that. I'm
1: not counting them. I'm, I'm going to be half drunk when I'm watching this match.
2: Yeah, um, just pick a number. Okay. Well, are, um,
1: Marco, are you going to be watching? Like, are you ordering the pay-per-view? Yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to order it. I'm just
3: because I'm not doing anything on Saturday night. I'm a dad. I'm not, I don't go out to clubs or. Yeah,
1: we'll be, we'll
2: ass, be watching. <laughs> we'll be watching too, okay. but I don't see myself counting how many. I'll just hold, I have. I hold I'm my, my go... phone up
1: so you guys can watch on like, I'll put it on the, on the Facebook page. On
2: please. the Facebook, just go live in there. Yeah, Ooh, you straight,
1: guys can yeah. just watch. They won't kick me out. I'm sure. I'm going to say 4- um, 45. 45. Yes. 45. <laughs> That's all they're gonna do. That's that's one of the stipulations. They only the only move, move they can do is suicide oh, dives. My God, <laughs>
2: um, I mean that's that's an average of like almost eight suicide dives a person.
1: Well, like, I mean, the Lucha, the the Lucha Bros, come on, the Lucha Bros do that in like in like a five minute match. No, are uh, we are we counting the suicide d- dive is is between the ropes and also over the ropes, right? Ooh, yeah, I think yeah. it should. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think I think any I think any diving to the outside of the ring suicide as, or
1: homicide dive.
2: Yeah, or the homicide <laughs> dive. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, 18.
1: Okay, you're probably gonna win this one. <laughs> <laughs> I well overshot <laughs> this. It'd be funny. So, are, we, are doing prices right rules? So, if it's like 19, that you don't you don't win.
2: Yeah, if if it's over, then yeah. then I bust. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I'll, right. I'll give it to you.
1: All right. Nice. All I'll right. Be, I'll be I'll be, be counting count from my seat. That's, that's, four. that's four. four. So I'm gonna
2: far. be. I'm gonna be looking for Phil in the audience. He's gonna have like little uh, poster board signs of like suicide <laughs> dives. Every time, like you know how they used to do with Brock with the suplexes, yeah. like it would hold up the signs. Like that's gonna be. That's gonna oh, be whenever,
1: whenever a pitcher counting. gets like a strikeout, you know, you put a little yeah. K up. Yeah,
2: counting the suicide dives. Um, <laughs> oh, all right, is that everything that happened inside the ring? I mean, we've only been talking about inside the ring for like an hour, so that um, is gets everything. So oh far. my jesus christ <laughs> we haven't even talked about raw okay let me just pick let's just pick the top our top one takeaway from raw um because we got to move on because we got some hell of freaking figure news um yes. happening let me find i can't even find my raw notes what the hell happened on raw phil
1: um <sighs> big show married um may oh my
2: god not like raw in this decade
1: oh uh, okay um I don't know I didn't I didn't even watch it honestly last time oh, no. I know oh. I know oh, watch no, I know. Right. I know. I know I know that Brock came back and, and debuted. I know that uh Seth had a big announcement that he didn't know what he wanted to do now that he has to kind of start from square one and bat- oh, yeah. battle he, the beast. Yeah, he went
2: he went back and talked to Triple H and was like, you know, Triple H came out and like, you know, got him all riled up and um told him and brought the undisputed era out and was like, you know, you're either uh, with me or against me. Um, which I thought was kind of weird. I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Like I feel like Triple H is like I don't know, he's like playing this like God role for, for NXT. Um and I know it's his baby, but it was just kind of like I don't know, oh, I feel I like it was weird.
1: I think it's great to have like a mouthpiece for NXT and and that gives them more it gives them more legitimacy on Raw and SmackDown, whereas, you know, the people that might not watch NXT. I'm sure that the ratings for NXT this week are going to be way up. With, with what yeah, been you know doing.
2: That, that's what the one thing I was going to mention is that how awesome it was. Like, you know, I know all this kind of stuff. I don't know if they had, you know, what the plans were to bring NXT into the Survivor Series fold eventually or whatever. But like, if nothing else, this got like so much like free promotion for NXT um, for them to like get more eyes on on the product on Wednesday night. So that like that it, it was just a win in that way. Oh, but what I was gonna say—one of the best things to happen on Raw was the Becky Lynch Shayna Baszler oh, yeah, backstage oh, face-off. Um, face off. It was so good. I mean, I don't know how long you've been, you know, tracking Becky, but like her her promos have like gotten so much better. I mean, think about back when oh, she yeah. was like, when she was like PCB and she was like weird, awkward Becky with like Paige and Charlotte and you know, all those things and like cutting those weird jokey promos. Yes. Like she has just gotten yeah, they- so much better and like the intensity and the ferocity and like, I mean like you legitimately feel like she's a freaking champion you know what i mean and same with shayna 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 did a really awesome job you know i know she's not known for like her mic skills but like she held her own in this in this face off with becky backstage and it was just amazing i loved it
1: yeah i think that Uh, they're doing a good job and i think uh, i mean the best thing they did with this nxt kind of crossover is now you're you you yeah it's just a whole new group of storylines here i think you have more more people that you can (laughs) that throw into things and i think i saw that the oc invaded nxt tonight so we'll talk about that tomorrow on the facebook page but uh yeah i i mean it's it's been it's been awesome to see and uh, i i want to go back and watch seth rollins versus adam cole because the adam cole dan o'brien match was really good how was that seth rollins mm. adam cole match
3: it wasn't wasn't as
1: good not as good okay.
3: it, i don't don't kill me sheena it wasn't i thought it was good
2: yeah not it yeah
3: yeah, I didn't like the I mean the finish because it was like a a, a DQ finish yeah came in it was, it was, a, big in, it a, was big, a bunch a big of
2: brawl yeah
3: uh the uh, the the Smackdown match I think it was way better uh, mainly because that was the first time ever Adam Cole actually said this that was the first time they've ever stepped in the ring with each other Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole oh, he said wow. they've, they've always cool. like they've always like crossed paths when they were in the Indies never had a match that night what uh, whatever but that match on Friday Night SmackDown was the first time you've ever seen them two in a ring. So, like, usually when you see, like, you hear Michael Cole go, oh, it's the first time, Shinsuke Nakamura! And like, AJ yeah, Styles right. yeah. do battle. New Japan will throw up on their YouTube, hey, here's five matches that they had <laughs> with yeah. us. They, you can't do that anywhere with the Adam Cole-Daniel Bryan match. And just and, and then, and then the... Uh, just Daniel Bryan actually putting over Adam Cole and taking the L. Right. And that was really... I think that was really huge. Um, I didn't think Seth was doing that for Adam Cole. Not. I don't want to like do like pull the curtains back or go fourth wall, but I really don't think that was in the cards for Seth Rollins to lay down for Adam Cole at all. So yeah. a DQ finish is probably going to happen.
2: I give you. I give you. Uh, yeah, you're definitely. I, I think that the Adam Cole um, Daniel Bryan match was overall like technically better. Just like like more entertaining and stuff like that i did i like that it had like an actual finish um versus like this you know schmozzy dq finish but yeah it was it was still good i mean you can't put seth rollins and adam cole in a ring together and not oh yeah not like you know produce some sort of magic but yeah i do i do think the daniel bryan um adam cole bout was was a little bit was a little bit better
1: all right so that was inside the squared circle let's take a quick what a week yeah let's take a quick break we'll be right back with our um, favorite segment, which is brought to you in part by Ringside Collectibles, it's our Go Figure segment. Hey, this is ROH Star, the Man Eater Maria Manic, and you are listening to the Chick Foley Show. Not the first, just the best. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks.
0: Here comes the money. Money 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 money, money. money, 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 dollar, 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 dollar.
1: All right, the Major Brothers have their weekly purchases. We have our Go Figure segment, and we have a lot to talk about between purchases and uh, some news from Ringside Collectibles, who are our sponsor. We need to get to real quick. Our sponsor, Ringside Collectibles. You can use code Chick Foley for 10% off your order at checkout and uh, save yourself some nice coin. They have a huge sale coming up. Uh, the day after thanksgiving for their black friday sale there's a bunch of pre-orders right now for some new figures and i'm sure some of this stuff that we'll talk about today will be getting dropped in the next month or so so a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff at ringside collectibles check them out there it's ringside collectibles it's WrestlingFigures.com is the easiest way to get there. uh weekly purchases i'm going to start real quick um i received a did a little trade ski, guys. We talked about mm. this. did a trade ski for, uh, a li- I had an extra Liv Morgan that I sent out uh, for a, a page, page Elite uh, Target exclusive, I guess it's called. So I, I picked that up. That's been on my wish list. And I still haven't seen those around here. Those are shipping with Elite 71, I believe. Uh, so I picked that up, and I'm glad to get that. Um I just got in the mail from Amazon the uh, Nikki Bella uh elite uh with the uh, the ver- the chase with the uh the red outfit which I've added nice. to my my ladies collection and um that's I think that's about it um I have I have something in the works for uh another figure that I won't get into now I don't want to mess the deal up but um yeah I mean some of these, some of these uh, elites are hitting some stores now. Uh, I know everyone's kind of found the Briscoe elite at Walmart. Everyone's found the Ghostbusters, but now Target is getting in the game with these these two new ones, Cassius Ono and Page, which mm-hmm. are both uh, highly sought after. So, um, oh, I did pick up the uh, the the pink pants Dolph Ziggler Chase figure from Elite 70. So I got that as well. So uh a pretty good a pretty good week i have the the shelves filled here at the uh in in the fig cave which uh my wife isn't super excited about but um you know i've i've limited myself i have like five shelves uh ikea shelves mounted on the walls like kind of flo- like floating shelves and i'm just gonna say this is this is my spot for figures this is what i'm gonna use if i if something if i get something new something's gotta go so um,
2: right I won't be I won't be spilling over into other areas of the house
1: yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just gonna be I say, this I is say my... that now but uh, yeah we'll no you' um, be like can
2: we hang these figures from the from the Christmas tree <laughs> like, <laughs> turn, turn them into ornaments yeah. just to get them displayed uh yeah so I have weekly purchases for um me I pre-ordered I don't have anything in hand yet but um I did put uh, order from Big Bad Toy Store, um, the other set of gremlins. So I said last week, Ooh. Marco so graciously picked up um, the gremlins, the NECA gremlins two pack for me, the holiday gremlins with like, you know, the little boggins and like um, scarves and whatnot. Well, the, the second set has like little caroling and they have earmuffs. Like they're super, super cute. I know they're not wrestling figures, but um, like I just, I just love the freaking gremlins. And I also picked up Ultimate Stripe while I was there, which is also a gremlin because I have this like vision in my mind to do. Like this amazing Christmas display with all of like my Christmas gremlins. Um, so stay stay tuned for that. I ordered both of those from Big Bad Toy Store, and I also pre-ordered um the Lucha Bros figures uh, oh, nice. from Big yeah from Big Bad Toy Store. Um, they it was awesome because you know you don't have to pay till they come in. You can cancel your pre-order if you want. Um, but I I those figures are going to be so sick, and I don't anticipate getting them for I mean months. I think they're still in production, but um, I went ahead and put down the pre-order on those. And then, oh, let me tell you, this is what happens when you when you pull the trigger too early, folks. Uh, I pre-ordered the Jushin Thunder Liger Storm Collectibles mm-hmm. figure from Storm from directly from Storm Collectibles. Um, paid international shipping, which oh, was like no was stupid yeah but i was just like i was like oh my god i didn't know if ringside was gonna get them and i was like i'm definitely not gonna miss out because this was a figure that i knew that you know seth wanted that like it's just badass and I, i was like we gotta add this to the collection um so i ordered it and then literally the next day phil ringside posts that they have it in stock so not only could i have used my 10 percent off code like they have like they also have free they had free shipping so i could have used either or right to say to save um and not paid international shipping and i tried to like i emailed storm collectibles to try to get my pre-order canceled i know mike lanham is in the same boat as me because he pulled the trigger like the same time as i did um and uh
1: patient mow the focus Ah oh, man!
2: Well, I mean, like I said, just I was like son of a bitch, yeah,
1: how would you know uh, I mean ringside does doesn't always carry that kind of stuff, but it is cool, like you know. They're, they're they're branching away from just Mattel stuff, which is which
2: is yeah. Good. I yeah. mean, and they have Storm. I mean, they've, yeah, they've yeah. they got the the Hogan, you know. But I mean, I, I just wasn't I just wasn't for sure that they were gonna have the Jus and Thunder Liger, um. And I was like, oh my God, what if like they stop selling the pre-orders or whatever, um, and pulled the trigger. And and I even told Seth, I was like, hey, they're they're up for pre-order. I had messaged him, and he was like, order it. So I'm like, listen, that was on you too, you know. But I tried to I tried to cancel it. I haven't heard back anything from them. I emailed them. Um, I haven't, and I DM them on Instagram and stuff. And like, I, I don't know if they're just don't have a community, a, a customer service. They don't have a phone number you can call or anything like that. It's just literally an email address. So, um, I don't really know how otherwise to contact them, <laughs> but if you're, if you're listening to this, don't order from storm collectibles, not because they're a bad company, but because like ringside is like literally going to like save you a lot more money. Um, and you'll get your figure probably quicker than, than even I do. So Anyway, um I I pre-ordered that and then when I got home today I went and checked our mail because I had our mail held because we were going to be gone for two weeks. And I had some amazing care packages from our homies. Speaking of ringside collectibles
1: oh, over here there. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah,
2: so we got um, Elite 72, which was which is um, you know, Buddy Murphy, Becky Lynch, Roderick Strong, Velveteen Dream, Rey Mysterio, and Batista. Um, as well as the uh, WrestleMania elites. So oh, cool. you know, yeah. Nice. So the you know, Cactus Jack, the the Kofi, uh, Matt Hardy, and Booker T. That comes with the build a figure, Danny Davis. And to top it all off, speaking of our friends over at Storm Collectibles, we got the the Hogan three pack. Oh um, wow! Nice. Yeah. So, dude, um we got, I'm going to be doing tons of pictures and live unboxings on IG live, so make sure, you know, you tune into that. You can turn on notifications if you're into that sort of thing, but I'll be posting those IG live videos on our YouTube as well. So stay tuned for that. But um yeah, dude, it was just it was a good figure haul week because like I said the only thing I picked up in Kentucky was the was the brisco fig, which was a which was a killer get. But um, you know, that was that was all I picked up over the last couple
1: weeks. Very nice. You gotta love that uh, that ringside collectibles coming through there, man. That's that's always fun when you go away and you come back and there's a bunch of yes. stuff like just waiting for you. Uh, I do yes. want to give a shout out to the person that traded me the the page elite. He is on Twitter at underscore at sorry at aj underscore autograph and uh he had an extra uh, page that he sent me for the live Morgan so uh I appreciate it and uh good good time it's It's the best part about the fake community is like kind of like you have this, I have this, let's make a trade you know it saves you from having to like you know I don't know if you've seen on eBay or Mercury or any of those websites, but some of these elites are going for like a hundred bucks, like the cash sono is, is like hundred and twenty dollars on ebay it's just insane that people are paying these prices but You know, people want to pay it. You know, I'm sure people just don't have patience. So, (laughs) so whatever. Like,
2: like me paying thirty dollars for international shipping. So, Storm Collectibles
1: is an overseas company. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, they are. I I don't know if these figures are coming from Hong Kong or the UK. I can't remember where they're. Let me look and see real quick where they're where they're located. But yeah, it's definitely um, inter international international. Did you (laughs) international? International. Um, it's an international yeah, it's Hong company. Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that figure's come coming uh, a long way. So um, I was willing to pay it because, like I said, I thought it was like going to just be only limited to Storm Collectibles release. Uh, but I should have known better. So, like I said, don't don't make the same mistake I did. Order from our friends over at Ringside Collectibles.
1: Got to. Yeah. Um, I also went to a vintage store and bought some. Uh, spent way too much money. I bought a uh, a VHS copy of Hulkamania Forever, still in the packaging, for ten dollars. Do you even have a VCR? No, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, put all these in like a shadow box up on the wall. Uh, mm. I got that, and I got an old school uh, VHS of WrestleMania Eight. Well, this, this is the first WrestleMania I really remember like watching and i don't know if i I didn't watch it live but i watched it like over a friend's house and that's how i kind of got into wrestling and then by wrestlemania 9 i was like you know deep deep into wrestling and was watching everything as a kid so but wrestlemania 8 with you know sid justice versus hogan you had macho versus flair um great a great event and uh I, i picked those those two up for my collection i it's getting it's getting crazy over here i got so many vhs's it's like uh I would love to see if some of these work, but I want to keep them all in the case and put them in, like, a frame and have, like, all the rest. You know, I'd have, like, every pay-per-view from forty, from 94, 95, and 96, except for a couple. Uh, so that's going to go put in – hopefully I'll get that frame for, like, Christmas or something and put that up here on the wall in the fig cave, and that would be pretty cool. All the all the boxes are still, like they're, – they're worn a little bit, but they don't have – you know, they're not, like – uh damaged or not like blockbuster stickers all over them so <laughs> look cool they all have pretty cool poster art on the front of them so that's uh that was another part of my weekly purchases but uh, yeah we'll see uh, cool. next week is my birthday so i'm sure i'll be getting some uh some 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 figures or some money toward figures i actually i, I put the I put the question out on uh twitter because i got a uh ebay gift card uh for my birthday from the in-laws and I just posted the, the question on Twitter. Like, if you were to get a hundred-dollar eBay gift card, what would be the first figure that you would get? I think Marco chimed in and said, "You said that what the Jacks uh, Classic Superstars two-pack with the Warrior and Hogan." Marco. Oh, of course, yeah, definitely. Nice. That's WrestleMania a, six. Those are those are great figures there. I like that. I like that answer a lot. I I still haven't decided what I want to do uh, with mine. I'm I'm debating about some of the uh, defining moments figures or or getting that carmella fan central and, and a couple other things so we'll see we'll see it's nice to have that little that burning hole in my pocket and uh ebay is like a slippery slope i'm sure anyone listening probably knows but uh yeah that's uh what about you mark you have any uh purchases this week
3: uh nothing too crazy i've pretty much given up on the all my local targets mm-hmm. and Walmart are just not cooperating with the new stuff at all <laughs> um i just walk in and there's like Elite sixty fives and like Charlotte Flair, so like showing up on the shows. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Um, but um, so I put my focus on what I spoke about. I think a couple weeks ago about the uh, the NECA Karate Kid, non related. So nice, grab that pack. Um, then I did the the, the pre orders for the for Jushin Th- Thunder Liger as well as the Lucha Bros. Um, but the reason why you guys actually try to cancel your orders is because I posted that in the Facebook group. I actually, I was the one that brought it to your attention. I was like, hey guys, uh, if you're paying Marco
2: (laughs) Marco was the messenger. I was like, oh my God.
3: Yeah, yeah, Mike Landon. He's like, now now available
2: at Ringside Collectibles.
3: (laughs) I was like, oh man, I can't believe they actually... Because I seen they posted that, oh, we just pre-ordered this, we just pre-ordered that, and I just happened to go on Twitter, and Twitter announced that they they were like, oh, we're going to be selling the Jushin Thunder Lager. And I was like, oh boy, these they're going to be yeah. pretty upset. They paid $500 for shipping uh, <laughs> across these. I was like, should I post this or not? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's, I was like, let's do it anyway. You got to anyway, do it if- for the
2: other people so they don't make, so they don't make the same mistake. Yeah. like i said it, it was 30 bucks it wasn't it's not gonna like you know kill me but at the same time i'm like i don't even like to pay any shipping on anything <laughs> you yeah. know i'm one of those people <laughs> that i'm like if it's like hey it's 30 dollars of free shipping or it's 25 dollars or five dollars shipping i'm like 30 dollars of free shipping yeah that's me <laughs> you know
3: yeah let alone something that you're not gonna have in your hands for like god knows how long
2: exactly. you don't pay that
3: much for it. but yeah so did those and that that's pretty mm-hmm. much it just uh just shopping around. I did speak to Phil about um, possibly acquiring the uh, uh, Briscoe and Sony Deville because um, they are they are not going to show up in that area. I'm super convinced that's not happening. So. Well, I'm, keeping you know.
2: my, I'm keeping my eyes out. I know there are a few people in our group that are still looking for for Briscoe. So I'm, I'm checking the Walmarts and the Targets as I'm going through. And I actually visited a badass new, like as I don't know if it's new, but I've never been to this Target. It's like the nicest Target that I've been to since I've lived in Virginia. So I'm definitely going to be checking that, that place out um, you know, periodically. So I'll keep you guys. Keep you guys posted.
1: Marco, well, I, I have some bad news. I told you I have an announcement on the show here. I know that I I talked about selling you those that Sonya Deville and uh, Briscoe Elites, but I'm not going to be able to sell those to you anymore. Uh, oh, but, no. Yeah, because I'm going to send those to you. Uh, and, and no cost to you because you're such an awesome person, and you've been a great uh, help on the show as the intern extraordinaire. So those are those are coming to you. those are going in the mail on Friday, and those are coming pro bono, brother. I love you, man.
2: Aww.
3: Oh, nice. Thank you very much, man. You do not have to do that at all. Who's, right? No, who's, come on.
2: Who's cutting onions over here? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. why is I'm all,
3: I'm, all, I'm all by myself at this. <laughs> Seems like there's the onions all over the place. Like some uh, yeah you, you've helped me and
1: Shane out with a lot of stuff as far as oh, fun and dude, figures. Yeah. So you know, it's the least we can do. Literally. So and
2: um, and all the things you do for the show. Like I said, the life has been so crazy with me. Um, you know, with with Seth being gone and solo parenting and trying to keep up on everything. But I can always count on the MVP to be like, okay, this is what's going on. This is how you know. The, send me the link. <laughs> send me the video. <laughs> like, so yeah. You you you, yeah, you deserve you, you deserve it,
1: dude. Uh, I do want to touch on uh, if you are out and about, if you're buying figures, if you have some extra that you don't want that you're going to get rid of, if you find some good deals from between now and Christmas, we are doing our holiday toy drive. This is the first time we've ever done this. Mm-hmm. we gotten quite a few donations from people. I'm sure a lot of people have some stuff uh, coming to stuff. us. Yeah, and I've talked to several people that have, have some stuff that are just waiting to get some some good maybe ringside deals at the end of the month here. But uh, I just want to run down the address real quick. And the guys over doing the favor have been promoting the giveaway quite a bit on their podcast every single week. So we appreciate them spreading the word. It's uh, Chick Foley Toy Drive. It's P.O. Box 3203, Catonsville, Maryland 21228. And if you want to uh, get our PayPal and just send us money, we will buy something for you, so you can save on on any kind of shipping costs. We can do that too. But uh, all the and tour- not
2: having to go to the uh, post office. Yes, so-
1: yes, I tweeted about that the other or put it on Facebook the other day. That is the my my least favorite part of finding figures for people because it's always uh, a bunch of stinky old people that don't know how to uh, you know mail something and uh, I get caught in like a line of like five or six people. at The, the post office is the worst thing ever, but uh, we're doing this through Toys for Tots, and our, our friends at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, they do a big holiday event where they uh, collect toys uh, for the kids here in Baltimore, so it doesn't have to be wrestling figures. Obviously, that's what our podcast is about, so that would make the most sense, but... Uh, I'm I'm a parent of a four-year-old. We have a bunch of old toys that he's never opened or play with, and I'm sure I'm going to donate some of those as well. Uh, if you have anything like that, feel free to throw it in the box. Anything is accepted, and we appreciate anything and everything. Everyone who donates Sheena, we're going to put their name in a list, and we're going to do a big giveaway at the end of the year uh, for some, some cool stuff uh, for one of our random uh, donation people. I guess you can call it so cool. Cool <laughs> giveaway, sure. and uh, I think we're I think we're just touching the iceberg. I think in the next month or so, people will be sending a bunch of stuff. We and we, I'm going to open up everything. Yeah. What's the, cutoff,
2: what's the cutoff? What's the for um, donations? Because I know it's uh, when. When is Jimmy's uh, Famous Seafood doing their actual event? Because then everything will need to be received by that time so we Yeah, to make sure we I would say see, that you know.
1: uh, between like the tenth and the thirteenth is the best time to get it. Here uh, in December is like the, okay. la- the latest you'd want to get it to us. But if you order stuff like around Black Friday, the end of, end of February, end of November, sorry, I think it'll get here just in time. So cool. uh, you'll be fine. But uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm excited about to see. I'm going to lay out all the figures out once we uh, before we donate them to see how many we have. And we we have a good fifty or sixty right now and uh, it's just growing every single week. That's awesome. Thank you, everybody, for donating so far. We appreciate you guys. Um, Ringside Fest was last weekend on Sunday, I believe it was, and uh, we got a bunch of news uh, for some new stuff coming out. The biggest news, and I'm sure everyone's excited about it, is we are getting a Fiend Elite figure at some point in 2020. This might be the fastest-selling figure in and as far as I remember, I mean, I I don't go back as far as you do, Sheena. As far as collecting, but I would I would assume the buzz for this figure is going to be insane.
2: Yeah. Um, is there any word have they have they said anything about like is it going to what what kind of release it's going to be like I mean is it going to be like Target exclusive, Walmart exclusive, any of that any uh, of that info no. available I, yet? I would
1: assume this is going wide and far. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have it at, at both stores. Um, it'll be on pride ringside collectibles. I think it's just a normal leap, but the one they showed at ringside fest was just kind of just a, pe- a, pro- a piece like of paper, a- like glued to a, a plastic, yeah, plastic I, backing. I and so they that. just had like a, it was like a rendering, like a, a picture, like a drawing well, of it, you know?
2: Yeah. I, I've seen the digital rendering online. Like they've, they've actually done a digital rendering and it looks, I mean, it looks phenomenal. It's going to be incredible. Um, I'm like, I'm so super curious if it's going to come with the, the Bray Wyatt lamp. Um, because, I mean, that would be freaking mage.
1: Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure they'll be doing more of these as the time goes by. Uh, maybe they'll do an Ultimate Edition with some more, fig- you know, more like, you know, have like all the Rambling Rabbit and all those kind of things. But uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to get that figure for sure. We saw prototypes of Viscera, Pete Dunne, and China, which uh, I'm, yeah. ex- I'm excited about that China figure. That's kind of like an early. Uh, early dx china before like all her enhancements and uh before you know getting uh yeah before she that's, the china. A I think that's
2: the china i wanted though you know what i Me mean I, Me I did, yeah I, that's the version i wanted with like the the uh, choker and like all that like the all black so i think i mean if they were only if they're only going to do one i mean i'm sure they'll do more chinas in the future but if they're only going to do one like i'm glad they gave us this this variation of china
1: we saw the Royal Rumble figures that are a Target exclusive. We have Alita dressed in the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble 2006 outfit of Rock. Royal Rumble 2013. I believe he fought CM Punk on that show. Macho Man from Royal Rumble 91. And Bobby Lashley from Royal Rumble 2007, which uh, comes with the ECW title. which yeah. I, don't, I don't think we've gotten an ECW title f- since the Terry Funk figure, which is, you know, quite a few years ago. So what do you think of this set, Sheena?
2: Um, it's cool. I'm excited for it. Um I think the uh I don't I don't know which figure. I mean the rock I'm like okay, you know. Um probably Lita. I like I really like that Lita figure. Um but yeah it's just an okay set to me. I mean I'm it's nothing that I'm like dying to get my hands on.
1: Yeah, the Macho Man's cool. I like that Royal Romo '91 outfit. I'm I'm still waiting for like kind of the Macho Man '93, where it's just like a bunch of tassels and kind of similar to the Slim Jim outfit, but just like you know, 5,000 colors. But uh, I'm excited about that. The Bobby Lashley looks really similar to the one that has already come. Yeah, out. I was going
2: to say it looks. I mean, it's like almost identical, right? Like yeah. he's. Wearing all black in the uh, in the one he has now, right?
1: Yeah, and and Rock, Rock's obviously a big name, but it's hard to. I mean, his figures are so similar. I mean, he he didn't change his look too much after becoming the Rock. You know, he had just kind of the, the black tidy whiteies. Uh, so yeah. I mean, this this set is is kind of meh for me, but the the network spotlight was the one that I really liked. We got a Kurt Angle. Obviously, a, I'm a huge Kurt Angle guy. Wearing yeah. his uh, retirement outfit from WrestleMania 35. Wendy, Wendy Richter from WrestleMania One. Yeah, uh,
2: what did Noelle call her? Wendy Riker or something? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, she was doing like an interview with someone, and she was she referred to Wendy Richter as like Wendy Wendy Riker or something. I was like, oh you my know, god! I
1: well, wasn't even born when uh, when that when that happened, so you know. Can't, can't,
2: can't, can't. <laughs> well, I can't I can't falter for that shit. There's no, nothing wrong with being younger.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy from it looks like the Ultimate Deletion figure that they kind of repackaged as a network spotlight for Target. And Ricochet outfit from Stomping Grounds 2019. Some good figures here. Uh I like yeah. that we're finally getting a Wendy Richter figure yeah, after that's years cool. and years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a super cool get. We'll definitely we'll definitely be getting that one. Um I'm not sure about the other three. I mean, you know, we're being much more choosy now as far as like what we're keeping in our collection. And we have plenty of Kurt Angles, plenty of Matt Hardy's. Um, you know, the Ricochet's cool, but it's, it's nothing that – I feel like we have the definitive yeah. ricochet, the ricochet figure of, already. You know
1: what yeah. I mean? The ricochet from the, other, from the last one. I didn't tell you – I don't know if I told you guys this last week or not. If I did, I apologize. I was sending figures out to some people on our Patreon page, and I was opening a Johnny Gargano figure like – away from yeah. my son Did I tell you about this and he like yeah and he, sa- he said he said Johnny recognized. Gargano yeah. yeah I was like oh my god so like he he's all in for the NXT so that's funny um we got the ultimate edition uh, ultimate edition series four with Brock Lesnar and Shawn Michaels and th- this was kind of a, a wet fart as, as much as I hate that term have these ultimate editions that you've taken them out of the box Sheena have they looked mm-hmm. like they they deserve to be $30 because the the face scans on these two do not look you know they look like Jack's figures to me.
2: Um. So yes, the the ultimate edition figures are awesome and they do deserve a higher price point. I mean, they do have um you know additional articulation. You get additional head scans and things like that. You know, I, I've talked about before which ones are better than others. You know, obviously, I was a little bit disappointed in the head scans on the on the Brett figure, but the Brett figure as a whole is like. I mean, amazing. You know, you get the the official, like, Bret Hart hands and, like, or, like, you know, the signature Bret Hart hands and all those things. Um, this, this set is just okay. I mean, this, <clears throat> the Shawn Michaels is okay. The face, like you said, um, maybe it will look better when it's actually, like, um, like, all I've seen are prototype images, right? So, like, when it's actually refined um, and... like the finished product but the brock it looks like that brock face scan is exactly um like the meme when he fought finn balor what was it royal rumble
0: yeah when he fought
2: finn balor yeah like and it's like that meme of him with his face all like blood red like if his face was pink it would be exactly it but it's just like those crazy eyes um so yeah i um I, i think they'll be a little more polished because surely they can't look like what the prototype images are looking like. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They'll probably look a little bit better. My, We were watching crown jewel the other day. And my son was like, daddy, why does Brock Lesnar get, so <sighs> get so red? I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. He does get like Matt Ryan red in the ring. Oh, I mean,
2: he, he turns a, a vibrant shade of red by the, by the middle of the match at, at the latest, he is like completely pink. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think it's, I was surprised to see Brock Lesnar in the ultimate edition. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but um, that's not who I was expecting to see like as the, as the modern superstar in this, in this set. But um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to be awesome. You know, I mean, I, I've really liked the the ultimate Editions that we've got so far, so far, the Shinsuke, the ultimate warrior, uh, the triple H, all of them have been awesome. And like I said, I, I do think they, ha- they, warrant a little bit higher price point just because of the the extras and the articulation i wish they had cooler packaging it's like i've I've mentioned that many times I, that's the only thing i think would be would be better they need like a neca style packaging with like a door and a window like you know that sort of thing
1: we saw a sasha banks ringside exclusive which uh features kind of her new look as a heel with the uh like kind of the blue hair and Looks really good. Yeah, hopefully they do like a cool packaging, like kind of like they did with the Undertaker's cane. I liked. I would. I'd like to see like the ringside uh, packages have like a different look to them. It would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. We. we yeah, we, I love
2: the jacket that this comes with, like that black like studded jacket. Um, but the jacket looked like it was um, like it's kind of formed where it, yeah. like the hand, the hands are up, so she's got like the boss fingers um so yeah you won't be able to move anything in in the jacket but it does look really cool
1: we learned that uh peyton royce is the target exclusive for elite 73 so you're gonna have may the
2: odd may the odds be ever in your favor
1: yes so elite 72 is gonna be at walmart it'll be gorilla monsoon 73 will be peyton royce and 74 will be Jim the anvil nightheart which i love that figure he looks great and i love the i love the heart foundation jacket man it looks I really thought, good I,
2: I thought um jim i thought natalia and jim nightheart were coming as a an elite two pack is that no long is that not a thing
1: i thought so too but maybe they were just showing the pictures like side by side and, and people just assumed they were but yeah cuz i thought the same thing too but, yeah, hmm. they, they are not. They, uh, she will be part of Elite 74. Elite 74, yeah. Uh, which features Goldberg, Finn Balor with a soft goods jacket everybody is uh, uh, geeking out about. AJ Styles, Natalia, Andrade, and Lindsay Dorado, who is the chase figure. So that's a set that I'm not really excited about. The, the figures look really nice, but, I mean, I, I, I don't want Goldberg. Finn I have a ton of. AJ I have a ton of. Andrade we've seen. Uh, I'll probably get that. I mean, I'll definitely get that Natalia and I'll definitely get that Jim the Anvil Nightheart. He has that like open mouth look, like kind of a, how he would do that annoying laugh all the time. So, yeah,
2: uh, I, you know, I, I, part of me is like, yes, that is exactly like the Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Like, you know, the, I, I can hear his laugh right now as I'm looking at this face scan. But at the same time, like, I have never been a huge fan of like open mouth face scans. I just feel like they never look. Right, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan.
1: Yeah, this set has like four of them. I mean, Goldberg has the open mouth to him. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's the next three sets coming out: seventy-two, seventy-three, and seventy-four. I'm excited about
2: getting a pinata with Lince Dorado. Yeah, that'd be
1: cool. You got the whole <laughs> yeah. lucha, lucha party going on now. Yeah,
2: yeah, the the lucha party's gonna be pretty awesome. Like, I don't. I mean, despite what you may feel about them, like their in ring abilities and performance uh i'm excited to get these figures i think it's going to be awesome little three set
1: uh so yeah ringside fest was was pretty cool i know the guys from uh mattel have been doing some cool i I, definitely action figure attack what's his name steve ozer yeah has been doing some like forums on uh wrestling and definitely definitely follow one of my favorite follows on twitter is wwe retro stars i mean this guy's an awesome follow. He he definitely needs to be followed by everybody listening because he has, you know, tweets out some news that you, you're not going to get from anywhere else. It has a cool, like, uh, if you look up some of the pictures he's posted, he made, like, kind of, like, a, a graphic that has, like, every single elite group with, like, who the Chase is, who the exclusive is. It's easy to follow. We'll post it to our Facebook group so everybody can see it. But uh, definitely go give him a follow, WWE Retro Stars on Twitter. And uh, that's all the news that we got from Ringside Fest, but it's a lot, and um, yeah, uh, it's burning a hole in my wallet for sure. So,
2: <laughs> And it's going to continue to burn a hole in your wallet throughout the duration of 2022, so just prepare yourself.
1: Let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. This is brought to you in part by ProWrestlingTees.com, where you can go and check out our line of uh, Chick-fil-A t shirts uh, just search Chick Foley's Show and they will come up there. And uh, Marco picked this one out this week. We got Survivor Series 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: the uh, the uh, storyline goes: it's the the authority is in full power right now, and uh, well, not right now, but back then. Um, and it's uh, Stephanie and Triple H against uh, Team Cena, and whoever wins takes full control of the wwe yeah. um and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it already team cena wins and <laughs> um by with with a little help of some guy some new guy from uh from nxt i think his name is sting appears sting! out of nowhere and then <laughs> and uh drops the scorpion death drop and uh it helps uh Dolph Ziggler, who was—I was surprised. I totally forgot about that. That he was the last remaining survivor of Team Cena, and um, he—he was chosen to pin Seth Rollins, um, who was also the uh, surviving member of the Team Authority, to win the event. Um, Overall, I thought it was a really good pay-per-view. Obviously, there's some misses. You have like Fandango versus Justin Gabriel, who I do miss. Justin Gabriel was pretty awesome. He actually looks like uh, AJ Styles. His attire. If you want, if you go back and watch it, it actually looks like AJ Styles facing Fandango, which is kind of funny. Um, did you know Jake yeah, about, Hager
2: uh, d- defeated uh, Cesaro in this? In yes, this, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. AEW superstar Jake Hager.
3: <laughs> yeah, he, he the uh, the toughest MMA fighter on the planet uh, yeah. made his appearance in WWE back in 2014 and did beat uh, Cesaro. Um, that was a very short match. Uh, the other match you have is uh, uh, Ms. Dow or Damian Mizdow in The Miz, defeated uh, two other AEW alumni, which is Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. who were Gold, Dust, and Stardust at the time. Um, they were the actual tag champs walking in, and uh, Ms. Dow actually won the match, and they were the I- tag I- champions.
2: I loved Miz and Mizdow. I thought that oh was just—I thought that was just such a good, uh, such a good gimmick. And Damian Sandow, like he—he—he he, he was so over. Like you just forget how over that guy was. Um, and he was, yeah. yeah, it was—it was, it was so, so awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, Bray Wyatt defeated uh, Dean Ambrose. A lot of AEW guys on the show. Uh, John yeah. Moxley. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Jack Hagar. Yeah, good, you got the good. bunny
2: the bunny fighting
1: yeah the bunny with adam rose against slater gator he's slater yeah. wow yeah uh good good show man yeah check that yeah, out Sur-
2: survivor series season we're gonna be picking Yeah, our retro recommendations are until survivor series will probably probably be these uh survivor series matches so that was that was a good show yeah it was right when we were kind of getting back in the fold of wrestling like that was like that first year 2000 uh 14, end of 2013-2014 when the heel husband and I were kind of like coming back into the fold after our uh, wrestling hiatus so yeah it definitely brings back some good memories
1: our good buddy uh, Daris on Twitter uh, he is Mr. B Ball on Twitter uh, put a question out that was really good Or sorry, Mr. B Buck I'm sorry B-U-C-K my bad uh, he put a question out which which of the elite packages have been your favorite and I haven't had that That Becky Lynch set in my hand. Have you opened that box up, Sheena? What what do those packages look like, and how do you compare them to uh, the the last kind of couple iterations of the elites? Are they similar to the one that was before the 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 kind of more boxy type, where it has the kind of the indentation on the on the bottom of it?
2: The new the new seventy two packaging. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Let me go grab it real quick. Give me give me one second. So literally right here on my bar. I, I didn't even no get to look. At eat the the I'll some. Uh, I'll
1: eat some more of this bacon uh, cotton <laughs> Ew, candy. Don't
2: do that on the air. Don't be chewing your bacon on the air. No, honestly,
1: all they did with this was just add some liquid smoke to regular cotton candy. I've I've figured out the sodium on this is probably. Oh my god, fifty nine carbs. Oh my god. <laughs> 59 Ugh. carbs in, in one bag of this. This is disgusting.
2: Oh my God. I just came back to hear 59 carbs.
1: Yeah, and um, one in one bag of cotton candy. 59 carbs.
2: Okay, so I got the, the packages in hand. I will say, um, as far as like just the feel of them, they feel exactly like elite packages from you know from the past, but it's um the window, like the front is much bigger so you have a much bigger display area um which looks really cool um it definitely opens up the figures a little more than like you know having the having the stuff on the side and stuff so i'll say really that's the only thing i noticed the top being kind of like you know angled i don't know
1: when you turn it when you turn it sideways is it still like kind of like come to like a 45 degree angle on the bottom, kind of like the, uh, the oh, sit- we're
2: getting into like geometry and stuff here now. Yeah,
1: like a rhombus, kind of like a rhombus. Yeah. <laughs> a rhombus. What the um, f- what's a rhombus.
2: Yeah, it's got the little, it's got like the little indentation on the, uh, you know, <laughs> the outer right hand corner. You got a little bit of an in- indentation, but, um, you know me, I just ripped this shit to shreds. I don't, I don't really pay attention to, um, you know, to packaging, um, but. Yeah, to me it feels... I mean, if you weren't paying attention, you probably wouldn't even notice that they changed the packaging.
1: You know what I mean? Okay, well, that's good to know.
2: Yeah, so for all you people who are MOC and you got them all lined up like Phil, um, you got your like figure library, uh, I don't think you're going to be like... It's not going to be something like where you're trying to fit an entrance grates into your display where you're like, holy crap, how am I going to get this in here? That's what she said.
1: I totally buried the lead this evening. I had... Uh, on no, I think it was Monday. I had the Popeyes chicken <gasps> sandwich.
2: Okay, you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the lead here, but I I, I have I have an official take that I have yeah, to make you, you've, on on you've the had it. you've had you've had but yeah on the Popeyes chicken sandwich because th- things have happened and I, I have to speak on it. So okay, I'm gonna let wow. you go. I'm gonna okay. I'm going yeah I, I'm gonna let you start. But well, I, um, I
1: respect your opinion on a lot of things, but you are. You know, I'm a big fat guy, so I can I can weigh in on food matters a little bit differently than you. I enjoyed the sandwich. Okay, the best thing about it is the pickles are extra thick. You get extra thick pickles. It's big pickle season. Big pickle season uh, <laughs> on there. Be- better than the uh, the Chick fil A one. A little bit too too much too crunchy. A little bit too bready on the chicken. Whereas the Chick Fil A sandwich, I mean, the bread. Oh, I like the, the crisp. Yeah, it is. I like the crunch. I like. I like that. But it's almost like it just kind of takes away a little bit from the chicken. The bread is nice. It's it's a great sandwich. But if I had to pick one, I would probably pick the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich.
2: I picked the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich one our yes. um, yeah, I know. our I Patreon. You know, um, but did you get the spicy variety or the um or the regular?
1: I, I literally bought four of the regular i was there i was so fat so fat i was there at ten fifty-five before they even opened because i was like okay i saw they're coming back and i was like i looking at my clock on my in my car like okay i'm gonna get there early i'm gonna get there early i'm gonna I'm gonna skip this account and move this around and i had never changed my clock back on my car so it was actually nine fifty-five. so i was like oh no all right so let me go do like let me go see like one of my accounts and come back But uh, they opened up early, and I was like, Yeah, just give me four chicken sandwiches. And I walked into one of my stores and handed it to the guy, this one dude, this older guy that I always deal with. And and you could have thought I gave him like a million dollars. He was like, He just smiled at me, like, Are you serious? Where'd you get this? and, and yeah. it was it was it was a magical moment it's a great sandwich and someone actually there was a and this is not funny but there was a stabbing this is here. what i'm
2: gonna speak on yeah, yeah okay yeah. sorry sorry yes. to steal
1: your thunder yeah. no no you don't yeah. you didn't
2: steal my thunder you perfect perfect segue into my my take you guys know like i i am a I'm a Popeye's lover through and through. I mean, before this chicken sandwich, um, shenanigans took off, like Popeye's fried chicken is like my preferred fried chicken. Right. Um, and I just, I I love their food. Okay. That being said, (laughs) I can no longer support the Popeye's chicken sandwich movement because Y'all, I, I, you know, I love my Chick-fil-A fam. You guys are special to me and I can't be telling y'all to go out in these streets and get these Popeye's chicken sandwiches and risking life and limb Um, because it, it really ain't worth that. You know what I mean? It's a good chicken sandwich, but you ain't going to get stabbed at Chick-fil-A. If anything, you're just going to get a little, you're going to get a bless you and a my pleasure and that's going to be the best part of your day but um yeah i cannot tell you guys to go out and get this popeye's chicken sandwich because a 28 year old man was stabbed because he was perceived to have cut in line at popeyes to get this sandwich so somebody somebody stabbed this man <laughs> over a chicken so sandwich insane. and so and he died like he legitimately yeah, died um, and this is not that's not the only instance. Right. Like that's the that's the most horrifying and horrible. Like that this this poor guy died over a freaking chicken sandwich. But I mean, if you go on online and look, I mean, there was like fights breaking out and riots and the and the workers from Popeye's were fighting with the customers and it, like the cops were called. So listen. Stay, Stay safe. Um, eat Chick Fil A, <laughs> um, and don't don't get out there and get in get in all this shenanigans. Oh, uh, it's the holiday season, yeah. so yeah. P-
1: Popeye employees don't don't mess around, man. They are not messing around.
3: Oh no, they're fighting. They're fighting for their chicken.
1: They're they're gonna defend their chicken to <laughs> the death. Not no pun intended.
3: <laughs> not joking. They yeah. um, have you seen the video? Of the lady that like just destroys her BMW um, no. going through the drive through of a popeyes because oh, wow. uh, she couldn't get the sandwich so she just like just destroys like she's just crashing into stuff and like oh
1: my it's, god it's
3: it's, it's 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 there's a lot of uh, popeyes related violence going on yeah i saw i saw a today. video it's where the,
1: where a lady was like there was, there was there was two people like trying to go into the the drive through at the same time they're coming from different angles and the lady on the right was like wedged up against like a retaining barrier it was just like messing her car up like my god people are just insane yeah like it's a, it's yeah. a sandwich people
2: just, it, just yeah it. that's the that's the, that's when you have to realize like okay like this is total first world problems that we are over here like killing each other over Popeye's chicken sandwiches so Yeah, that that being said, I'm so glad you brought that up because I I wanted because we did do our our chicken sandwich tasting video where I I taste tested the Popeye's chicken sandwich against the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich against the KFC donut chicken sandwich. Um, And even though I love Popeye's, like I said, love their fried chicken. I love the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm just going to tell y'all get your ass to Chick-fil-A, even if it's Sunday take you ass to McDonald's, <laughs> get a, get a, get a subpar chicken sandwich or, or just order pizza because I can't, I can't in good conscience be sending y'all to Popeye's right now.
1: What I do in the morning is I get a chicken biscuit, but I do egg and cheese on it. So I get the extra oh. protein on there. Yeah. That's the way, nice. that's the way to do it. You know, that'll fill you up for like 12 hours. You know, you won't be hungry yeah. till like dinner time.
2: Listen to this. The heel husband, he loves a chicken biscuit too. He orders a chicken biscuit but only eats the chicken. He doesn't eat the biscuit. What? So he always so he always hands me his biscuit. It's so he, like, with Thank, a knife and fork? No, he just takes it off like Savage style. It's like a caveman. Just eats the <laughs> like
1: like a, like a slim Jim? Just eats it like, like out of his hand and just bites into it?
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just like grabs the grabs the piece of chicken off of the biscuit and uh, you know, wow. tosses me tosses me the biscuit because he knows like, you know, I'm a <laughs> I, 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 deep deep down, uh, I, I'm a big girl on the inside. You know what I mean? Despite okay. as much as I work out and all that, like I, I love me some carbs and I love to eat and I love me some biscuits. So, yeah,
3: nice. yeah, that's how yeah. that's how it goes
2: down in our house.
3: It's not only big dude
1: season, it's big girl season as well. Big girls need love it, too, man.
2: It's, th- it's thick chick season. That's our, that's our hashtag. Oh, okay. I
1: like that. Thick I like that. <laughs> that's going to come back with some interesting searches if we use that that hashtag. Yeah. Thick <laughs>
2: chick
1: season. Oh, man. All right. Yes. Uh, on that note, let's get out of here. Uh, I, next week, I will be recapping Full Gear in all of its glory. If you're a member of our Patreon, I'll be on the Facebook page, uh, The Night Of. In my car, probably in probably an Uber. I'll probably I'll probably Uber down there, uh, and uh, on the way back, I'll just annoy the Uber driver by uh, answering your questions about it. So uh <laughs> um, the Ravens are in first place. I forgot to mention that earlier. We be, I, I was Marco. What I really want from you for those elites, I just want a bottle of Patriots fan tears in a bottle. I will. I will actually. I'll. I'll... I'll bottle them up nicely and send them to you. Because oh, <laughs> sprinkle a little bit on my neck every morning, just you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> use it for yeah. some cologne. Some like Patriot yeah. Stairs cologne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll get more information on uh, Survivor Series next week. We'll have a full recap of full gear. We'll get into our favorite uh, items for Thanksgiving. It'll be good. We're at, we're two hours here plus. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we knew this was going to be a pretty jam-packed episode, but we we got as much in as we could, really jam-packed it. So uh, thank you, Marco, for your help. Thank you, Sheena, for everything. We appreciate everybody listening, uh, and we have a bunch of cool stuff planned for the holidays, so uh, keep listening to us here. And uh, if you guys don't have anything else, I'm ready to get, get, get it going. Let's go. All right. Well, uh, stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it.
2: Give me those hands, right? I need those hands. Give me those hands, right? I need those hands.